This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 300. Just, just kidding, just kidding. It is, in fact, episode 260. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I'm also joined by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore M-O. Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Apparently, I uh, somehow thought it was episode 300. I don't. I really don't yeah, understand I don't... how because I even copied and pasted the link <laughs> that says 259. Yeah. And I knew it said 259. So I don't. Maybe I was just having a crazy week with so much marking out going on. I don't know, yeah. but jumping a little bit ahead of ourselves. Yeah, it did happen once before, though. But yeah, it happened a few times. It happened again at a, at a fifty-nine episode. Yeah. So, how are you doing, Brandon? I am doing awesome as always. I am back, back in the New York groove. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Oh, uh, later, later than I expected to in the first place. Last we spoke. Last we spoke on this show, I was you were, you were in between Florida and North Carolina. I think you said thought I was in between Florida and South Carolina. South Carolina. Little did I know I was still in Bermuda. <laughs> <laughs> it was still near Bermuda, though, because uh, in order to avoid the winter storm that occurred on the east that, coast, uh, the blizzard, we uh, cut all the way in instead of going up. Oh. So we took a day and a half mm-hmm. in Bermuda. All right. Just on the ocean. It was still cold. I, I knew you said one of the Carolinas. I couldn't remember which one. Uh, did you do anything special on those extra days, or was it more just trying to try to get by? First of all, it's one extra day. And, okay. And the extra day just was an extra day. Uh-huh. Was I'm assuming that it was only really stuff to do indoors, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. The extra day was Monday. Uh-huh. Although, you know, I shouldn't say that because I sat outside and watched. They were playing a movie. Uh-huh. They were playing Max. I'm not familiar with it. It's that movie about the military dog. Oh. Which I, I was sitting there enjoying it, and then the cruise director interrupted the movie and I missed what I what I assume is a pivotal part of the film so <laughs> so I got up and left cuz I <laughs> I didn't want to I didn't want to miss something and not know what else is going on so did you end up getting any uh trying the ice cream or the yogurt that they have on the ship <laughs> Yeah, I gave in. All right. I did All get right. the ice cream and it was just as I expected. Not, not good. Uh, gotta it's it's you, you're not i mean it's it's soft serve but it's not yeah it's I not mean, good i don't know everyone else is tons of tons of people are getting it i i love soft serve ice cream but that's so. it that, that's the thing like if you pull a cone correctly and uh-huh. and do it correctly and have the correct ice cream 
you shouldn't have like when you bite into it, you shouldn't have like a hollowed out inside. No. Uh, it, it sh- but with this ice cream, it just stacks up like clay almost, where it, it forms a hollow inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, it's very tough to get the to um, get all of the cone involved in it. Yeah, you well, usually no, if you that. do it correctly, which I did do it correctly. Uh huh. I just didn't have the right ice cream. That stinks. But uh, I ended up on, I think it was also the last day or second to last day. I was like, yeah, whatever, I'll, I'll get a hot dog. Because they have this this uh, hot dog stand there. Right? Wow, it took you that long to get a hot dog? Yeah, well, I'm not a hot dog eater. So, really? Yeah, I'm not big into hot dogs. So, But I got I a hot dog. Hot got a hot dog with um, onions on it. Nice. Because they're freaking sauerkraut. One of the one things I was looking forward to most uh-huh. has bacon in it. Interesting. That was so lame. And the people behind the hot dog stand counter, really, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Like I, I said, when uh, I went one time before that, I went to, uh, I was just going to get sauerkraut. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, it has bacon. And I was like, oh, damn. So I was like, I'll get the yeah. pep- I'll get peppers and I'll get onions then. Mm-hmm. He goes to take out a bun. I was like, no, no, no. I just want the, <laughs> I just want the peppers and onions. He goes, so like, you, you want me to give this on a napkin? <laughs> I was like, on a napkin? I was like, you, you give me the thing that you're putting the hot dog bun in. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I, I I think no matter what day of the week, whenever I go to BJ's, there's no way I'm leaving BJ's uh, without a hot dog. I think that they have one of the what? best hot dogs. You I love hot, hot dogs. dogs from BJ's? Oh, dude, it is so good. They have like for $1.50, I think it is. It's the hot dog uh, soft drink combo so good how often do you go to bj's uh just for the hot dog yeah how often maybe once every two months not too often it's funny because i'm that well no i don't go every time i go to costco but occasionally like very very occasionally i guess you'd say like almost rare uh but uh more more so in the summertime costco has really really good frozen yogurt and it's like sixty cents for, yeah. like, for a giant cup of frozen oh, yogurt. Those host wholesalers, they have like great prices on the food. I but mean, I, I wouldn't eat other food from there. Oh, I, 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 I don't. I of course I would. I never had the pizza. I mean, I haven't had the pizza there since I was like a kid. But the hot dog, I always get. Put some ketchup, and mustard on there with sauerkraut. It's perfect. Yeah, and speaking of, go to Nathan's soon. speaking of food, I just found this out the other day. My mind was absolutely blown. Uh-oh. We were at uh, the day after we got back, I went with my brother to Trader Joe's. Okay. He goes, oh, did you know that they, if you ask to try something, they they have to let you try it? I was like, what do you mean? He goes, here, watch. And he takes up this this box, closed box, uh-huh. ready, ready to be purchased box of uh, chocolate-covered marshmallows. Okay. Excuse me, I'd like to try this. Oh, sure. Opens the box, opens the thing, lets them try it. Really? Anything you want to sample there, they sample. Some some states, depending on the the laws, yeah. allow you to try the beers and wines also. That's interesting. I mean, I could understand the thought process because even if you open it up, you just return it back to the the warehouse or whatever, and you get a refund for it, I, I would think. I don't, I don't know what they do. I mean, that. kind of like how if you have a damaged good, like kind of like damaged goods and stuff like that. But then that's lying. Well, no, because if it's in the, if the, the corporation says that it's okay to open it up, I mean, 
then yeah, it's but fine. then to, to return it, that's lying. They'd have what to be like, oh, it? we have this as a sample. Oh, no, I'm, I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking about it as if Trader Joe's, what they would say to the corporation and stuff. Yeah, they would just say that it was a sample. Um, that's interesting. How was it? I didn't try it. Oh, you didn't try it? <laughs> I don't really, I'm, not a, I'm not a marshmallow guy. You didn't try anything or no? Uh, they had a Valentine's Day dark chocolate cookie. Yeah, did you try it? I did. <laughs> and, I, and I tried, they had like the seven thing juice there too. I don't know what was in it, but it was like kind of like a fruit juice, vegetable uh, juice. So I had, I, feel like a, I had a little cookie and a juice. <laughs> Trader Joe's is so overpriced at times though. Honestly? I mean, I mean, given, given in my defense, I haven't been to Trader Joe's in such a long time. So maybe the prices did dip down since the last time I was there. Depending, but like apparently like Trader Joe's has like the lowest prices anywhere. Really? Yeah, like that's why they don't even run like coupons and stuff. Uh-huh. So like depending on what you get there, it's like the best price out there maybe. Huh. All right. But so I, what I, was, else? I was mind blown with that with that that's sample interesting. So what else do you want to say about your cruise? Anything? Well, uh, yeah, we were supposed to get back on Monday and the storm took us out. They said even if we did go the correct way back, we would still get back on Tuesday due to the winds. Uh-huh. But, uh, so I, I missed Monday Night Raw Live. Yeah. I was disappointed in that, but what am I going to do? Yeah, what can you do? So in you watched instead, the replay. Instead, I was at karaoke watching people sing. <laughs> of course. <laughs> how was, uh, you went to a few plays. How were those on the cruise? I already said how they were. Did you? Yeah, because the last time when we when we spoke, it was the day after the last port. Oh, yeah. So I had like four days at sea. Which All was, right, was pretty crazy, but it was it was a good vacation. I'm happy I went. I was disappointed with the ship. I don't think I would go back on it for a while. Mm-hmm. You need a little break. Well, like I could I could definitely take another cruise, but like I don't that that ship just was too. I don't know. They didn't care enough about the people. Now you have one upcoming as well. Not a cruise. I'm just going to Mexico. Oh, it's it's not a cruise. Yeah. No. All right. Off to Mexico. Yeah, going to Cancun, Mexico, in like 15 days. Is that? I feel really bad saying that. Why? I don't know. I mean, yeah, 14 days maybe. All right, so... Hopefully there's wrestling out there. I want to see some Lucha Libre. I don't think there will be, but... You never know. Maybe you can find an indie show to go to. Yeah. Do they have indie shows in Mexico? I don't even know. I don't know. And I or think should... and I think if it, if they do, then it's going to be in Mexico City, which is like four hours from me, three hours. Uh-huh. So I'm it... not, not going there. Yeah. I just, I just have my request for a... Those masks. I want a Mussolini brain mask. Yeah. I keep on going back if I want a death stroke. But death Bro, I don't know cool. these masks. Like, you're going to, like, they're not real wrestlers. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, I told you. I told you what's going to, what, what you're going to get out of Mexico if oh, I even what you find say, La Parca, Ray? You'd be, like, lucky to find a La Parca, I think. But you're going <laughs> to find Rey Mysterio because he is no pun intended king. You're going to find a ton of Sin Cara knockoffs, like some that aren't even like real colors that he's worn. Mm-hmm. You're going to find a, a few Mil Mascaris masks. 
Um, what else was there? There's a ton of the masks that are made for. See, because once once cruises like got popular, uh-huh. they started selling more uh, lucha masks geared towards uh, Americans who don't know about wrestling. Yeah, it's just more for the design. So it's more so like a Giants mask or a Broncos mask. Uh huh. Like NFL team masks. Yeah. And who wants that? Diehard fans out there. Is the Super Bowl this Sunday, by the way? Uh, this Sunday? No, next Sunday. Next Sunday is the Yeah, Sunday. this Sunday is the 31st. Next Sunday. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. my trip was good. I wa- I watched people sing. I watched people suck at singing. I watched people who were good at singing. I ate some food. I took cookies back. <laughs> you 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 lived the life. Yeah. You, you you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, it was good. All right. And I and I still like even though we had rough seas, whatever, how many like that first uh-huh. full day, and then kind of hit rough seas a little tiny bit on the way back home due to the storm. I 100%. If anybody's listening and never has done a cruise vacation, I would 100% recommend it in a heartbeat. Absolutely. That's like cuz you yeah. see you you're you're on the ship, you have all you can eat food whatever, you have all the stuff you need. You you go to all these exciting ports, you get to spend time there. So it's I mean, like Yeah, it, but it depends on money situation too. You got to have the money to do all this. Yeah, but they're really it's not like when you look at it in the scheme of things, it's not that expensive. Like you're you could pay what? Sixteen hundred bucks, but that's for like nine nights. Uh-huh. Think about paying a hotel. A hotel a night could be like two hundred dollars. That's true. And that's not including your food and everything like that. Right. That is that is very true. So Alright. So welcome back though. Yeah, thank um, you. Markingout.com, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Markingout, Facebook.com slash Markingout. Check us out on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, I guess Eric has a question for our uh, 300th episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go follow him at Montreal Broski and uh, go check him out first thing in the morning on YouTube. Awesome videos there. Maniac Mansion, still waiting for it. All right, his question. Are you guys maybe, still... Maybe you should write to uh, Xavier Woods. Maybe you'll get a... I think that's like one of the toughest games to play, Maniac Mansion, for NES. It was very uh, like Sherlock Holmes-ish, but it was just very difficult. I heard a lot of losers played that. <laughs> I, I, I only played it recently, no, I'm though. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I think if I played it as a kid, I would get too frustrated and break the machine. You would shut it off right away mid mid. Oh, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Because that was that was pretty standard, no? Yeah, I would. I I rage my I rage quit so much. So, all right. His question: Are you guys still as passionate about pro wrestling after three hundred shows of marking out? Um, I guess after three hundred shows, I would probably be t- tired of it a little bit. But right now, <laughs> after two hundred and sixty shows, yeah. But after two hundred sixty, I'm not as all right. I'm not as passionate. For the product at times, like at times, I'm not going to lie, like to sit through and live tweet because Brandon couldn't watch Raw, to sit and live tweet Monday Night Raw back-to-back weeks. The one with the, this up this week was a little bit better because of Royal Rumble coming off of that, but the one leading into it, it was torture for me. It was so difficult to just sit there, watch Raw and like enjoy it and it's so unfortunate, but 
It's still thing, the things like the debuts, the matches like AJ Styles versus Jericho. Um, you also have like the Sami Zayn's, the Kevin Owens, the Dean Ambrose's. But then outside of pro, uh, WWE, there's other promotions that I am, I could easily be passionate about, like PWG, where some of these matches it just like engulfs me. So, what about you? You're still passionate? Yeah, for it. no, I'm still like the same exact way. Like I was never like not. Like, yeah, obviously wrestling goes up, it goes down, but it's not, it's not different. I'm still, I still watch it every week. I still want to go to, even though it's like a house show or whatever, I, yes, I want to go to the house show at MSG. Yes, I want to go to Raw the, before, um, the Raw before WrestleMania this year at Barclays Center. Yeah. Will I end up going? I have no clue, but. I mean, I think that. A lot of there's many aspects that bring you down, and then there's many aspects that bring you back up to make you re- like remember why you're a pro wrestling fan. But for the most part, for me, I'm more like eh, I don't feel the need that I have to sit there and watch pro wrestling every week now. So in in the past, I used to watch it weekly, but now I'm like eh, I really don't want to. But it's cool when like somebody that you don't know watches wrestling starts talking to you about wrestling or something like that or i haven't had that happen in a long time recently it's been mainly the focus of like other uh nerd aspects like uh um arrow flash um the league of uh what was it uh uh legends of tomorrow um aspects like that to get pretty conversations the wrestling not as much as in the past for me well i mean i was talking about like random Events. Yeah, I mean, yeah, ra- oh, what do you mean random events? Like, where did you randomly just start talking to somebody about? <laughs> oh, just like with, like, classmates. Like, I'll overhear someone bringing up, oh, yeah, this happened on Arrow. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, no, I saw that. And this, oh, you're that. one of those oh. people? Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, David's again talking to us. Oh, yeah, no, I tell I tell people if I'm if I'm talking too much or whatever, please let me know. I do I do not get offended at it. I, I know I could talk a lot. Yeah, interesting. I, I meant like just like people that you don't know. Oh, that you don't know? Like, yeah, like uh, when you overhear them speaking about wrestling oh, or whatever. No, no. Or, or, I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think I've encountered either or. So, all right. But Eric, thank you for the question. Go follow him once again, Montreal Broski, and go watch First Thing in the Morning. Oh, buy the T-shirts. I think he's going to have T-shirts. Does he have T-shirts? <laughs> I don't know. Me neither. He has a logo, though. So maybe it will end up on a T-shirt that you should buy. So good deal. Let's talk about some Royal Rumble. Yeah, the Royal Rumble from the Amway Center in Orlando, Florida. Kicked off with the pre-show match. A fatal four-way for... Uh, where the team that wins gets to qualify for the Royal Rumble. First, I guess we should start by saying that we tied. Yeah. Did we tie officially? Yeah, 100%. Uh, 3D Del Rio New Day. Um, Kevin Owens, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, we tied. Yeah, so we both picked Dudley Boys to win this preliminary match. Yeah, which Um, I'm still kind of surprised at the outcome of this. (laughs) I was like, literally when I was watching this, on the cruise ship in the middle of the ocean, I was flabbergasted. I, I don't understand it. I mean, first off, Devon has never been in a Royal Rumble, so I would think that maybe you would want to get that in there. Um, and then to, I mean, to have Mark Henry and Swagger, but why? And they didn't do anything in the Rumble. 
Exactly, that too. They, it wasn't like they had a huge impact in the Rumble. They were just there. I don't even think Mark Henry was in the Rumble for too long. Like, it was kind of pointless. Let's but see. Where was Mark Henry? Mark Henry came in at 22, got eliminated 15th. Yeah. He wasn't around for too long. No, he was in for 30 seconds. Yeah. 30 seconds. Officially, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Jack yes. Swagger was in for 15 seconds. Well, I'm very happy that they made that decision to keep those two in there. Obviously, they made a huge impact in that, what, 45 seconds that they were in the Royal Rumble? Yeah, they were in the, uh, they were the two lowest. Yeah. Followed by R-Truth, who was in there for uh, 37 seconds. Yeah. All right, so let's, we'll get into all of that in a little bit. Uh, next up, you had the WWE IC titled on the line in a last man standing match. Pretty much your, uh, this is the opener of your pay-per-view because not everybody watches the kickoff. But Dean Ambrose successfully defeated Kevin Owens. What a what a match. This match was awesome. It was unbelievable. And I was kind of actually scared because the last time we saw a match kick off Royal Rumble that this quality was Daniel Bryan versus Bray Wyatt. And the rest of the pay-per-view was awful. And I was just like, and it's just, it's not, maybe the matches after that are still good, but they set the bar so high where it's just tough for the following matches to compete at that level. But this match, boy, did it set the bar high. I thought, like, literally, I thought that uh, at, when Dean Ambrose and Kevin Owens went through the table in the ring uh, together, I thought that was going to be, like, a, a no contest there or, like, a double, I, a double count out or something. There were so many points. I love the fact where Kevin Owens, I think it may have been that spot where to get up, he rolled out of the ring and landed on his feet. Um, and then there was many aspects where Dean Ambrose would get up for like half a second and then collapse just to break the count. Yeah. Uh, and I liked, I liked that, uh, Kevin Owens did the quick pop, pop up power bomb and that's like, he thought that would be it and it wasn't. Yeah. There was so much, so much good from this match. And then to go through the table, uh, Kevin Owens did the table, uh, stack tables outside of the ring. It was just a lot of fun to watch. Which is funny. I left before... I saw the end of this match. Uh-huh. Literally like a minute before that happened. Yeah. And they gave them 20 minutes to open. Yeah, it was a really I mean, good really good match. Yeah, definitely amazing. Uh next up, you had the tag team titles on the line New Day uh with Xavier Woods, so Kofi Kingston and Biggie, uh successfully defending their championship against the Usos uh beforehand. This match I also missed, but I saw it afterwards. Uh-huh. Uh, New Day introduced a new member of the team. Yeah. That being Francesca, too. Uh, so, such a uplifting moment. I wonder I wonder if Francesca, too, is Francesca, one. Ooh. <laughs> That's an interesting question to pose. But this match was also really, really good. And I was, I was so... I don't know if you felt the same way, because you didn't watch it, like... Back to back, you didn't watch it directly after the Last Man Standing match, but watching well, actually, it, yes, I kind of did. You did well because I had to see the ending of the Last Man Standing match. No, that's that's true. Like I thought that this match, like I said, how they set the bar very high in the first match. This match, it definitely lived up to that bar. Yeah, it, it, was. it wasn't. It wasn't like a great, amazing five star match or anything like that. But it was 
really, really good and good enough that it could follow something that they that Dean Ambrose and uh, Owens just put on. Yeah, and, and there were points here that I thought multiple times that the Usos were going to win. Yeah, I had my doubts and everything, but it was a, it was fun. Yeah, I like the ending where Big E tagged in. Uso didn't know and then caught him in the big ending and won. Yeah, definitely. Up next, this is a match I got back for just in time. Uh, for the United States Championship, champion Alberto Del Rio defending the title against Kalisto in a losing victory. Or losing, <laughs> a losing effort? Yeah, losing effort. <laughs> a losing victory. <laughs> Talking about oxymoron, huh? <laughs> yeah, so Kalisto, again, the two-time now uh, United States champion there. Yeah, definitely a good match. A little bit. There was this points where it was a little bit sloppy. Yeah, there were some rocky points. But... but but even for those rocky points, it was still a good match. It was still worth those little shaky moments. It was still altogether a good match. Well, I don't understand, though, why their matches together are so like sometimes shaky. Like Maybe Del Rio moves slower than Kalisto? It, it could be. It could be. I mean, I, I just think some of them, maybe they're both working a little bit too quickly. I mean, it was also a pay-per-view this time around. Uh, but in general, I feel like you can't really focus on those spots because uh, the actual match was fine. I mean, I know the end of the match was a little bit, eh. Well, I liked, I liked that. Well, he won with the Salida Del Sol, right? Yeah, after he hit his head into the turnbuckle. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a good match. Congratulations again to Kalisto. Heck yeah. I don't that's like the thing I don't understand why specifically they they had him become champion on Raw, lose it. They may have just, just done it to kind of see what the crowd's reaction would be if like see what they have with Kalisto. Yeah. Like how the fans would take to this. And then depending on their reaction, maybe they would have done a little bit with him in the Royal Rumble instead of this match. So Yeah. It could have just been a little test. Up next, we saw the WWE Divas Championship on the line. Charlotte, unfortunately, is still the Divas Champion as she won and defeated Becky Lynch. Yeah, a lot of people were kind of expecting uh, maybe Becky Lynch to come out with Foley or someone. because I don't, of- I don't really think anyone was expecting that. I know that a few people were tweeting about I, it. I know I specifically last week's episode said it would be cool. Yeah, but it was just a solo. But in my opinion, I was entertained by this match. Ric Flair was ringside. Yes, Ric Flair was ringside. And sexually harassed Becky Lynch. Yes, he planted a big, fat smooch on her. Um, But I was a fan of this match. I didn't think it was awful. I didn't think it was amazing. But it was good. It was a good fit for this pay-per-view. Again, the reason why I don't think it was awful was because of Becky Lynch. Not Charlotte is nothing. She's not good. You know what? It, I'm not going to separate the wrestlers because, in general, I think the ma- the match worked. Yeah, but you can very much so separate the wrestlers when you watch the match. And Yeah, but I'm not going to take anything away from the match. It was still a good match. What did you think about the ending? Where Ric Flair, uh, Becky Lynch had the arm, what is it, the disarmor? Yeah. The disarmor locked in on Charlotte, and then Ric Flair throws his jacket onto Becky Lynch's... Uh, should, should that not be a throwing in of the towel? Or should that not be a DQ? Should that not be a throwing in the towel and we should have a new Divas champion right now? Well, I mean, even if it was a DQ, the DQ would have happened, I guess, at the kissing of her. 
Yeah. Because he placed her hand, his hands what, on her. What should have happened was Flair gets tossed from ringside. I agree. I think after the kiss, he should have been tossed from ringside. But then even if you do call that a DQ, there's no title change. No, not a DQ, though. Just toss him from ringside. Yeah, I know. But just uh, I was kind of talking to myself with the DQ because I brought that up. I still don't. That's usually where you signify in throwing of the, throwing in of the towel. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't think it was throwing in a towel or anything like that. I mean, the way it landed, no. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but but uh, I mean, it was it's very controversial and everything like that. Yeah. The ending maybe wanted a little bit more, but it was good. And uh, after that happened, Sasha Banks made her way out. Huge pop from the crowd. Oh, the crowd loved it. Sasha Banks returning after not appearing, having a match since, I believe, December, maybe? Maybe. Yes. Yeah, uh, I don't think she... She gets in the ring, kicks Becky Lynch, saying this is my spotlight or whatever, and uh, goes up to Charlotte. Looks like they're about to be BFFs again or something. Oh, I was so, I was so like itching. I was just like when they shook their hand, like did their little handshake or whatever, and they're playing about how they were the the horsewomen. Yeah. I was just like, oh no, come on! And then you knew once Charlotte's Charlotte turned away to walk out of the ring, Sasha Banks. Hit her in the back with the uh, locked in the bank statement, and the crowd loved it. Yeah. So, what did you not love about that? What did I not love about that? Yeah. I guess the fact that Becky Lynch walked out not champion. Well, what uh, like was there something specifically that you did not like about that end segment with Sasha and Charlotte? Did I say something? I think so. I'm curious if you're going to say what I'm thinking. I don't I, recall what. I'm really annoyed that Charlotte didn't sell oh, that. Oh, Charlotte, not selling anything, right. Right? Like, she got locked in the disarmor and everything. Like, I mean, the uh, bank statement. And then Becky Lynch finally, uh, yeah. Sasha Banks finally lets go of it. But Charlotte, like, rolls out of the ring, and she's she's not really selling it too yeah. much. I mean, that I kind of didn't like, but whatever. On All right. to the main event. WWE Championship on the line. Which, um, yeah, for the first time ever that somebody's going into it and defending it. Yeah. I um, I wouldn't mind this happening for every Royal Rumble. Am I wrong for saying that? I love the aspect of, of adding that stipulation to it. Instead of becoming number one contender... That to put the title on the line for this match. I mean, especially because now it's not like in the past where you had you didn't really have that many uh, large caliber superstars on the card. Now you have a full complete card with people that are um, some of the some of the best in pro wrestling right now. Yeah. What do you think if they did this more often? I don't. I don't want to see that because this is like the road to WrestleMania. It's where it starts. Okay. So, so you think it's gonna kind of if it was more of a done more off would tamper that road road to WrestleMania deal? Yeah. All right, but this this almost broke records. Um, the longest Royal Rumble ever was an hour and two minutes and twelve seconds. Mm-hmm. This one lasted an hour and one minute and forty four seconds. Yeah. So. Um, but in general, it was a overall, and then we'll dive into it. Overall, I thought it was a great match. Yeah, I thought it was really good overall. Um, it, it there had, were no. It had, its, it had its spots. It had its uh, 
it's quite moments. I guess I guess the surprising the most surprising part of this whole match was the fact that there was no like outside of who we see on today's television. Uh, there were no classic like surprise um, classic entrance. I which, like that. Which I'm completely fine with the way this whole rumble turned out. It was just surprising to me. I'm actually a fan of that because I don't like it when they throw in like Hacksaw or Iron yeah, but Sheik I or think stuff like that. Because they don't that, throw like, in Iron Sheik first. Yeah, of all. but I'm just like Hacksaw. Hacksaw I gets like, thrown in, and first of all, I thought that would have been really cool if he won because it was throwback <laughs> to when he actually won the first time. I would not be fan of because realistically, they're not doing anything in the Rumble. They're just there to. Yeah, but you don't know. It, it's I don't know. To me, it's cool. Last year we saw DDP. I, last year we saw Boogeyman. I think I'm not, last year we saw Bubba Ray. Yeah, but that's different. Bubba Ray is still though. competing. Yeah, but Bo that doesn't. So could Boogeyman. So could DDP. Uh, Boogie, come on! I, I hate him so much. Legit, I really hate him. The guy thinks he is so hot that he has to wear a, a mask because everybody wants a picture of him, and he's so. I yeah, the guy has an ego. I mean, All right, so I don't huh? know. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't what, know. I what think a, he has what, an ego. No, I was more so back onto the surprise entrance. All right, let's dive into it. Yeah, Royal Rumble match starts. Number one entrant we already knew was Big Show, but that changed. Yeah, apparently that wasn't a thing anymore. <laughs> yeah, number one entrant was Roman Reigns. So Roman Reigns, if he was going to win, would literally have to defeat 29 other people. The, uh, that, unless he just sat on the side and everyone let everyone else uh, eliminate each other. Then he yeah. did, he just outlasted Roman so Reigns. When, me, hold on. So right now, are you going to run down the actual number of like who entered when? We could event like not everyone. Yeah, that's but. okay. So I'll let you kind of gauge it because I don't have that in front of me. The but uh, Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman are actually tied with how many people they eliminated. That being five. Are you? I'm kind of surprised at this because I thought that they were going to probably. Uh, Build up Roman, use this as a point to kind of keep on building on Roman Reigns and have him maybe break his own record or... Yeah, but that's 10 people then. Yeah, that's true. That's a third of the Rumble. Yeah. I mean, that would be one heck of a statement to be making, but I, I don't know. Yeah, so Roman Reigns was number one. Number two was Rusev, and uh, the match was going on, going on, and uh, they had the countdown, or Roman Reigns, I Roman believe... Roman eliminated Rusev. Yeah, right at the countdown marker. Yeah, when it started counting down, he eliminated him. So he got to relax, get a quick breather. And uh, countdown clock counts down. Five, four, three, two, one. Music. The, the camera's deadpan on Roman Reigns' face. Yeah, you hear this. Music's playing. It's like gospel track almost. Yeah, it sounded like a New Day-ish kind of a feel. Or, it was, or something like that. Yeah. No clue who it is. All of a sudden, you hear everyone pop, loud as can be. And as a viewer, you do not know what's going on. I'm like, come on, what it was? Show me, show me the damn, show me the picture. Who show me so the picture? I don't know who this is. Do, are you a fan of that? I, uh, you know, do you think that they should have shown him coming out, or do you think that it was fine to wait till the crowd pop and then pan over? I think what they did was they wanted to get Reigns' reaction. Okay. All but right. but I watched other angles of it and had goosebumps watching the I Am Phenomenal and then hearing everybody pop. I agree. So I got goosebumps as well. Making his WWE debut, <laughs> AJ Styles, in at number three. 
And he, I love the fact he didn't run down to the ring. He took his time. He, he like the crowd loved it. He came out in all of his gear. He gets into the ring. He doesn't even go to battle with Reigns yet. I was a huge fan of it. Yeah, he went to the other side of the ring, tugged kind on of, the ropes kind of, and stuff. Yeah, kind of ate in the uh, the applause and everything like that. Yeah. So that was that was good. He lasted almost twenty eight minutes. How about that for a debut in a Royal Rumble to last almost almost a half hour in the Royal Rumble? Yeah. How about that for a debut? That's amazing. I mean, Reigns also Reigns almost went an hour. Well, I mean, a debut. How about a Royal Rumble slash WWE debut? Yeah, no, that was fantastic. I mean, being coming in from a in a WWE world perspective, he's very he's brand new. You don't really not many like um, like you're a little kid or something like that. You're not too familiar with him, and he lasts almost a half hour. That's yeah. one. That's a heck of an impression. Speaking of heck of of impressions. Uh, while short-lived, the next entrant in the Royal Rumble was Tyler Breeze. He and, came out on fire, too. Yeah, Tyler Breeze came out right off the bat. He was going against AJ, hitting Reigns. He hit the uh, beauty mark. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm surprised this time says a minute he was in there for. I think that he made a good impact for that minute, though. Yeah. It was... Like, when he, ca- he came out on fire, and I thought, I thought it was good. Yes, and I guess AJ and Roman Reigns got credit for that elimination. Oh, yeah, yeah, because Roman was going to – no, AJ was going to eliminate him, and then Reigns kind of just put his hands on him and helped him over. Yeah. Uh, five Number five entrant, we had uh, Social Outcast come out. Didn't know who it was going to be. Then they all pointed in the direction. It was Curtis Axel making his, his official entrance into the Royal Rumble after being in it for a year. "Quote unquote." Yeah, so muscle tough to him. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> and that was awesome to see Curtis Axel versus AJ Styles. I was happy. I was happy to see the, AJ, the only, AJ the, versus Breeze. Also, the only wrestler to ever compete in the year 2015 and the year 2016 nonstop in a nonstop match. Yeah, he was. I mean, come on, he was never eliminated from 2015. So technically, he was still in the match. You know what? So you know what I hate about that though. What is that? I believe after after that whole thing blew up and whatever, WWE's thing was um, because Curtis Axel did not enter the ring before the next entrant, mm-hmm. he was a, therefore eliminated. Yeah. This Royal Rumble. Yeah, I feel like I've seen that before. Somebody... Uh, at number 25, came out, went to the side of the ring, and did commentary. That is very true. Miz, and then I, Miz I, didn't make I it into the, the past, ring. past, we've seen uh, uh, a number skipped, and then later on, like mid without a countdown, the theme song hit. I, I think I like, about back that. in like, Stone Cold when he was wrestling. I know Jerry Lawler's hidden under the ring before. Yeah. Hornswoggle's Horn done Point that too him do that tact, uh, tactic um but all right so tyler breeze we had uh who else yeah so Curtis Curtis Axel. Axel. jericho was number six fantastic to see jericho versus aj i got chills for that once once i saw are, are uh, they multiplying oh yeah and i'm losing control like when jericho got into the ring it just it hit me i'm like jericho versus aj <laughs> i think we both, like, i think we both tweeted that out yeah it was just so 
such a it's like a fantasy dream match that you never think you'll ever see until it actually happens that Y2J and AJ Styles are in the same ring together. Yeah. Um, when did when did the whole eliminating or taking Reigns out of the match occur? Um, I'm not too sure. It you happened. Throw- it happened around this time. Yeah. Where uh, the League of Nations and Vince McMahon came out. League of Nations minus Bad News Barrett, because where is he ever? Yeah. Uh, was he? No, he was not there. All right. He They they dragged Reigns out of the ring. Underneath the bottom rope. Yeah, took him out. Ended up, uh, Rusev did a running splash through the German announce table? Um, I think. French? French announce table. One of the non-English... Announce tables. And, yeah, I'm not too sure. I thought it was French, but and, I'm not too sure. And then they uh, stretchered him out to the back. Now... Actually, it had to have been... It was actually a little bit later than that because we had Gold, yeah, Kane, Goldust, Ryback, Kofi, Titus, R-Truth. Yeah, the ring, Ryback R-Truth. was in there, I think, when this yeah, happened. Yeah, it was, cause it was right, be- right, right, um, right before Big Show's entrance. That's yeah, what. so the crowd was... Uh, the ring was filled up. What did you think? All right. So there's a few things that I kind of... Before we go back onto that, I just want to mention our truths because we kind of skipped over that. Oh, he was... Okay. Our truth was number 12. I thought that was hilarious. Dude, he... All right. He gets I, into I, the I, ring, uh, brings yeah. out a ladder, goes to get the Money in the Bank briefcase, realizes it's a Royal Rumble match. <laughs> yeah. Gets eliminated by Kane. I, I would have liked it more if while he was up there, he did the, like, my bad, and then Kane just yeah. pushes the ladder and sends him to the outside instead uh, yeah. of... Choke slamming him to the outside, kind of. Yeah, but hilarious. And then see the people who don't currently watch thought that was probably the dumbest thing. But they don't. They probably missed the entire. They if you haven't been watching, you don't know the. Oh yeah, my you, bad. You have been missing like months of this from. Our yeah, truth. you don't know. Like that's kind of the thing that our truth is going with, and it's getting over with the crowd. Yeah, it's hilarious, and I'm sure that outside of that, like the commentators, you can hear them giggle. Like I'm sure backstage, it's a, it's getting a good pop too. Yeah. So this was around the time where they took out Reigns, yeah. and just as right. they were finished. That's when Big Show came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because on the ring, uh, on the stage, that's where they walked by, past each other. What? All right. So first off, what do you think about this entire thing going on outside the ring, taking the ca- all of the cameras off of rings, um, what's going on in the in the ring, and putting it specifically on what's going on with Reigns and Rusev and all of them on the outside? It was very disappointing because the one of the biggest spots of a rumble that everybody has gotten over the past few years to look forward to, Kofi Kingston. Kobe right? Kingston like, has like- these special, like, oh, he gets thrown out of the ring, but he's not eliminated. This year, we see Kofi Kingston get knocked over the top rope, lands right on Biggie Langston's shoulders. Yeah. New Day starts parading around the ring. Camera cuts away. And, and at this point, you all you hear is like, oh, they're eating popcorn. New Day's eating popcorn over there. But you didn't see them eating popcorn at all. Yeah. Well, I believe... They were, they were on the far... Yeah, but I do believe we did see Kofi Kingston grab a fan's drink and start drinking that. Yes, yeah, we did that. We did see a glimpse of that. Yeah. But what- so, so then they they did the whole thing with Rusev and or League of, League of Nations and Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns gets stretchered up to the back. Oh, hold on, whatever. hold on. What what do you think about that? You don't like that? It was a cluster, right? Well, I don't like the fact that we missed 
we essentially missed Kofi Kingston getting eliminated. I feel we missed a few people getting eliminated in that. I think Goldust may have been eliminated in mm, that. There was there was someone else that got. eliminated. I don't think there was anyone else that we missed. I feel I like think it was, it was specifically just. Kofi in Kingston. general, I think that they could have done a split screen where you have in the top left you have what's going on in the ring, and on the bottom right show what's going on on that other camera outside. Something like that, because but, Kofi Kingston, I like I said, we everybody looks forward to how will he reinvent the yeah. elimination. But that was more and of then, a production uh, aspect than a wrestling aspect. Well, but still more so. They were all focused on the League of Nations, and then next thing you know, where's did Kofi Kingston not get eliminated? I thought what was going to happen was Kofi Kingston was going to, they went like new day went to the back or whatever. And then I thought like the next number or something would be biggie or, or uh-huh. Xavier. They'd come back out celebrating that would, uh, that Kingston is still in the rumble still on biggie's shoulders. Yeah. How did he get eliminated? He was on biggie Langston's shoulders. They were celebrating ringside and Chris Jericho did the triangle um drop kick that he does jumps from one rope and drop kicks them off oh so there was so Kofi Kingston did get back into the ring no he got he got onto the apron I believe and got drop kicked off by Jericho I have to see it to understand. They played a clip of it in the rumble. I, they played yeah, it. Yeah, I, I missed it. I have to see it to understand. But uh, he get drop kicked off. But Jericho wasn't eliminated. Right. It was Kofi that was the one that got eliminated by Jericho. Yeah. It's not. It's just not working in my head. Are you kidding me? Right. Chris Jericho so, drop kicked Kofi Kingston. Yeah, but Kofi's outside of the ring. So Big Show is making Which his entry. Which caused the elimination because he never got back in. He was still outside of the ring. Yeah, so uh, Big Show made his entrance. Nothing really too crazy. What's next? Um... I guess the next exciting one was Neville. Yeah. He had a good showing in this. Fast, very fast working. Mm-hmm. Um, Ron Strowman was out. Luke Harper was out there already. Yeah, Braun Strowman had a really good uh, match too. I think he eliminated both uh, Big Show and he eliminated Mark Henry. Or he eliminated yeah. Kane. Well, Mark Henry was eliminated by the four of them. I, I know Braun Strowman may have eliminated just and, Big Show and and Kane, and Kane yeah. also, yeah. I mean, that's come on. Kane had the record. Big Show is Big Show, and Braun Strowman eliminated both of them. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I think. Yeah. So then up next after uh, Braun Strowman, Kevin Owens came limping down to the ring. The crowd popped huge for him. And thirty seconds go by, or ninety seconds go by. And uh, the next person coming down to the ring was Dean Ambrose. I think that it was an amazing decision to have them go back-to-back with each other. Yeah. Especially after that opening match. I think that that was, that was a smart decision. Yeah. So uh, Kevin Owens gets eliminated by – wait. Well, no. You're getting ahead of – because you're right. Sam yeah, yeah. Sam, yeah. No, right. Well, No. AJ Styles gets eliminated here, I believe. Yes, because Kevin Owens eliminated AJ Styles. And says, welcome to WWE. Yeah, welcome to WWE and just eliminates him. And the crowd hated it, which I I liked it because Kevin Owens, yeah, he's still a heel. We all love him, but he's he's still a heel character. Yeah, and number 20, right after Dean Ambrose, 
Sami Zayn pops up. And who's the first person that he goes after? Yeah, he goes after Kevin Owens. And the crowd erupted because they were just laying blows into each other. And it was it was amazing. Yeah. I mean, this is the guy that he that initially injured him and kept him out of NXT. So this is their first interaction since Sami Zayn's return. Yeah. And uh Braun eliminated Sammy. Yeah, the crowd was unhappy with that, but Eric it Rowan, was still worth it. Eric Rowan was out next. And uh and then Mark Henry, which nothing really happened, 30 uh, seconds. Number yeah. 23, Brock Lesnar. I was very surprised at him entering at 23 and not later on. But I'm also a fan of it because it gave, it gave time for everyone to kind of interact with each other that normally wouldn't. Yeah. So I was a big fan of it. I, Lesnar at 23. And Brock Lesnar eliminated um, Brock Lights. Strowman. Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. Yeah, so kind of getting his vengeance on them. And then once they he once he eliminated all of them, Bray Wyatt came out. Bray Wyatt was the next entrant. Yeah. After he eliminated uh, no. the last one. Yeah. I think once uh the next person after limit uh Brock Lesnar eliminated either Harper or the final person, uh Wyatt came out. Uh Bray. I don't almost positive. I don't know. But I mean I don't know, I'm not sure. I mean, regardless, it was maybe, maybe not. Yeah, actually, yeah, no, it would have been okay, something like that. But yeah, so uh, then the Wyatt family came back into the Rumble and eliminated Brock Lesnar. Now, what are your thoughts on that? I'm fine with that. I I was happy. I was glad to see that. I'm good um, with it because it keeps the feud with the Wyatts and then Brock Lesnar going. And the, I don't know what Brock Lesnar. What, yeah, I don't know what it's leading to, but I I don't know either. I know like Brad uh, Bradigan '89. He was annoyed. He didn't understand how the Wyatt families could re-enter Royal Rumble to eliminate someone. Boy, would and he have been pissed with Kai and Ty. <laughs> not that he, they not that they eliminated. Anybody. He just didn't understand like why if you're eliminated, like why can't you just stay in the ring then? Boy, would he be pissed with uh, Mankind, Do Love, and Cactus Jack, huh? <laughs> yeah. If he only knew the, who those were. I'm sure he does-ish. Maybe. <laughs> but right. uh, I guess yeah. then the next big one, we already spoke, Miz was doing commentary. Mm -hmm. uh, the next big one was Dolph Ziggler. Mm -hmm. uh, then, then you had 29 with Sheamus. And, and around it was around this time that Miz finally got back into the ring, like officially entered the match. Yeah, but I think that that was a poor decision because he's talking about how you know, it's all about picking your timing and everything like that. But he didn't wait. Well, you had five people left, uh, and then that's when Roman Reigns made his return. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's I guess want to talk about that now. We I mean well, and then we can't really. Triple H, um, Triple H was thirty. Well, before yeah, before we get onto that with the end of the match, I am not a fan of. All right, so Roman Reigns, you're trying to build up. You're still trying to build up, trying to get him uh, credibility and everything like that. We spoke about how back-to-back -back wins would be amazing, a huge thing for his career, especially for the task of being number one and outlasting everyone, outlasting twenty nine other competitors. That is um, that is an amazing feat. And which has never been done before, back to back from number one, and to have him be uh, stretchered out 
and then he's kept out of the match for almost the entire for almost like over a half hour. He was out of the match as opposed to last year where he remained in the match, but people were unhappy that he was sitting in the corner and really not getting that involved. Yet you have wrestler uh, wrestlers like Chris Jericho, who was I think he was number four or five, and he this, this year. Yeah, this year. Six. Six. But he still stayed in the Royal Rumble till for over 30 minutes. Yeah, no. Jericho has the second most amount of time at 50 minutes. Almost 51 at, minutes. At 51. All right. So I'm wait, almost an hour. So why, like, I feel, I just hate the fact that you're trying to build up Roman Reigns as this monster. Yet, what's the point of him coming in at number one if he's not really out, like, he's not doing anything. He's not there for the match. Right. It, to have him at that number one spot, you want him to overcome the odds and to look amazing. You want him to go from number thirty all the way to number uh, number one, all the way to number thirty to the end. Yet you can't. You have to keep him in the match from one to thirty. You can't just take him out around uh, twelve, fourteen, and then have him sit out until the very end. Well, I, I'm that, that's, unhappy with that. That's how I feel. But after having seen what happened i just like i i just write it off as i don't care okay no i could understand that you write it off as you don't care but i also feel like it's can't be written off that it was it didn't benefit roman reigns and how roman reigns didn't defeat the odds even with the outcome aside in general he did not beat the odds right um all right so let's get on to the finish of the match yeah, uh, Triple H. Well, first of all, Triple H working with everybody in the match. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler Wyatt. almost eliminated him. Dolph Ziggler hit Triple H with a Famouser. Yeah. It was just awesome to see Triple H interacting with everyone. Worked with Bray Wyatt there. Yeah. Bray, uh, Bray Wyatt, Wyatt uh, um, did his sister Abigail to him. Yeah, Bray Wyatt eventually got eliminated, though, by Triple H and Sheamus. Yeah. Uh, Dolph Ziggler got eliminated by Triple H, and then Roman Reigns got tossed out by Triple H at number twenty-eight. In an awesome moment, but the, the one thing I—I I mean, you could go either way. But Ambrose was in the other corner, relaxing a little bit, like catching his breath, while Triple H and Roman Reigns were going at it right by the ropes. And I was really expecting Ambrose to come up behind and just tip both of them over. Yeah, you had the final—the final four were Sheamus. Uh, Reigns, Ambrose, and Triple H. There, yeah. I mean, and, you you could have made it out if you did. All right, if you did have Ambrose eliminate Triple H and Reigns over the top at the same time, you could have made it out as a they couldn't separate their hatred for each other that they forgot the entire light of the match that their hatred is so strong for each other that they completely forgot that Ambrose was in the match. Right. So, but, yeah. But, so it came down to Triple H and Dean Ambrose crowd was super hot that Dean Ambrose was about to become WWE champion because there's absolutely no way in 2016 that Triple H will be WWE champion. And after eight minutes of being in the Royal Rumble match, Triple H became WWE champion. I'm completely fine with this. I, it took, I mean, even initially, I was fine with it because I understand that I, I like the angle with Triple H and Reigns. I'm, I'm okay with it with Triple H. And he cut a good promo on Raw about it, about his uh, explanation and stuff. He's now the 14-time champion? 
I, I'm never good with that, with the numbers, but in, yeah, I, I'm completely 14. fine with it. With Ambrose, I mean, he's all, he would have been IC and uh, WWE champion. Which so one was he, the last time we saw that? Seth Rollins. No, that was U.S. But even still, I, I put U.S. in the IC, but even still, I think that that could have been, if he did have Dean Ambrose win, he would be the IC and the WWE. That would play into the the feud, the everlasting feud of Seth Rollins and Ambrose, because Rollins was a double uh, champion title holder as well. But it's not the IC title, which is a step above the U.S. title. So you could have built it onto that feud as like a little bit. Well, in my opinion, the only real winner of this match should have been Roman Reigns. You think it should have been? Yeah. So now, but then you were saying that you were fine with his uh, sticking out of the match the entire time. Well, and, yeah, and it, well, I'm fine it's with it. With, it's with, like it's a washout because he didn't win. But now you're saying that you think that he should have won. But now if he won, you would have been pissed off. I wouldn't have been pissed. I would have been like, that's stupid. Exactly. But Triple H won. So it's like, I don't even care. I'm, nah. I don't know. I, I don't think that you would have liked it if Reigns... I mean, you wouldn't enjoy it if Reigns won. There was really no pleasing you then. Unless it was Ambrose. I honestly don't think I would have wanted Dean Ambrose to be champion. So there was no pleasing you if, unless it was like... I, no, see, that's no... <laughs> I, I wouldn't have been disappointed, though. I wouldn't have been pissed, though, if Roman Reigns was out for that length of time to come back and eliminate who he eliminated and then go back and eliminate Triple H. I would be furious. And I, I, I think that I wouldn't be the only person feeling that way. I think that because when Roman Reigns made his return back into the uh, Royal Rumble match, the crowd was not supportive of him. They were booing him heavily. Um, so I think that the crowd isn't dumb to that fact that he sat out the entire time too. Wow. Well, well. Yeah, but it's 2016. Moving on from the Royal Rumble to the yes. night after the Royal Rumble. Let's speak about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which uh, kicked off Vince McMahon and Stephanie McMahon making their way down to the ring. And uh, speaking about Royal Rumble and how Roman Reigns lost. Yeah, and Triple H gave a good promo about well, even explaining. before even before Triple H came out, Vince and Stephanie were oh. naming. They were naming a bunch of people. The saying, "Oh, the fans thought this person would win. They thought this person would win, but all along they knew Triple H was number thirty and had the best odds or whatever." And uh, during this, Stephanie McMahon, I believe, mentioned uh, AJ Styles as one of the people that the fans thought was going to win. Fans popped huge for that, started chanting AJ Styles, and what I thought was really stupid, like really, really stupid, and got me really pissed off, Vince McMahon goes, who? Yeah. Like, why Why put somebody that you just, literally, everyone's well, touting is, him, everyone's touting AJ Styles as the hottest free agent, they, they speak about his, his illustrious career in Japan, Everyone popped huge at the Royal Rumble, his debut. Everyone, commentary knew him. Everyone knew him. Vince McMahon, who? Keep in mind, Vince McMahon is portraying Mr. McMahon. But he, I is think a, he is a heel. I still think that's so stupid to, to I'm, cut down I'm, somebody like that. 
I am fine with it because it's his character. That's his character. But uh, after that, they finally brought Triple H out. Uh, Triple H cut a promo about him being champion. And uh, yeah, the promo was good, but I think it would have been better. I would have been less bored if it was 2000. I was completely fine with it. I, I liked just, his expl- I liked his explanation of why he deserves and why he wants to be champion. I'm just it's, completely disinterested with that. And I, like I think eventually, I think eventually, just like in 2009 when people were like, "Oh, why is Triple H champion again?" It's mm-hmm. going to start happening again. I I'm fine with it. Bret Hart I'm, Bret Hart gave the Royal Rumble a 4 out of 10 because Triple H <laughs> is champion again. And, but overall, there was really not that much of an option outside of... Like I said, the only option, Roman Reigns. And I disagree with you on that because of the way that they treated him in the Royal Rumble match. If he actually stayed in the ring from number one to number 30, yes, by all means, please have the championship. Yeah, but you're thinking of... You're, you're basing this off of already what had happened. Yeah, but you're... You're, you're, you're basing this off of the Triple fact. H not being in the Royal Rumble or Triple H being in the Royal Rumble and getting eliminated by Roman Reigns. This was being based off of Roman Reigns getting kicked out of the Royal Rumble, dragged out of the Royal Rumble, getting taken out, stretched off backstage as opposed to what would have maybe happened if Roman Reigns won the Royal Rumble. Um, I, I, I agree to disagree. When was the last time I said that one? Agree to disagree. Um, all right, so anything else to know with this promo? No. All right, let's get on to the opening match. Kevin Owens taking on Dolph Ziggler, picking up the victory. Actually, before we talk about that Oh, here match, we go. Um, well, no, before Of the... course, I introduced something, and you want to go back. <laughs> yeah, okay. because before this match took place, they, before the commercial break even, they announced that they had breaking news before and uh, about a major star returning for the road to WrestleMania or whatever. And during that whole announcement thing, you pan to the crowd, the Rock's family is sitting there. I wouldn't recognize them. I don't see at this point after seeing them. Unless it's Rocky Johnson. Unless, no, his mom and his, I think, daughter was there. But I don't see how you can't recognize the, the Rock's family after how many years that you've seen them. I don't know. Maybe I could recognize his mom, but that's it. You see a, a Samoan-looking woman sitting at ringside. You're like, oh. Maybe. Why, do you think that they should have sat backstage? Yeah, I mean, they were clearly, they were off-camera for a reason, mm-hmm. on the off-camera side, but when you pan over, you pan over, you see them. Yeah. So, All right, so let's... Yeah, it was the first, it was the opening segment. Why not just have them backstage and then bring them back outside? Yeah. All right, so let's get on to the opening match now. Always defeated Dolph Ziggler. I like that as soon as, as soon as the match started, boom, super kick. I like that. Yeah. I actually really like the end where uh, Kevin Owens was on the t- top turnbuckle. And it looked like Ziggler was about to go for a top rope her Karana. But Owens just slipped right off of the turnbuckle and knocked out his leg. Yeah. I, I, never, I don't think I've ever seen anybody slip out of the turnbuckle in that manner to the outside of the ring instead of underneath between the legs. Yeah, I don't know. It was definitely a different way to go about it, but I was a fan of it. I also I liked after the match when um, when Charles Robinson went to go raise Kevin Owens' hand or arm, I should say, uh-huh. and it was his like bum arm. Mm-hmm. He like sold it like no, raise the other one. Which Kevin I feel Owens like gets it. He's smart. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the other person that does that is Cesaro. 
where a few the later on in the week he'll st- or the next day he'll still be selling whatever happened the day before. Um, all right, next up you had oh the social outcast. Social outcast came out to the ring, and uh, <clears throat> Heath Slater called out Flo Rida, who was sitting in the crowd. Because the last time we saw them together, Flo Rida knocked Heath Slater out. I believe that was WrestleMania. Yeah, that was at WrestleMania. And then Bo Dallas called him into the actual ring. And Heath Slater challenged him to a rap battle on behalf of Bo Rida. Yeah. And Bo Rida won. Battled Flo Rida and destroyed him. (laughs) His Danny Tanner comment was amazing. Yeah. I mean, and I was completely surprised. I thought once they gave the mic back to, and he dropped the mic, which was phenomenal. It was, it was hilarious. But when Flo Rida got the mic, I expected him to lay into Bo Dallas and the social outcasts and everything. And it was just like, no, he didn't even rhyme. It was just that, yeah, it kind of was a rhyme though. It was a forced rhyme. The the end. I forgot what he said. It but was Dudley's Dudleyville yeah, and Dudleyville with like skills. Which is a, it's a force it's a forced rhyme. Yeah, I think the other person that does that, that I hate is uh, Lil Wayne. But well, I don't know most rappers. Now. It was clearly it was clearly just a setup for the Dudleys coming out, and then we had Dudleys defeating Bo and Axel, which yep. I thought wouldn't have met wouldn't it have um, meant more if the Social Outcasts won. Um, I'm fine with it. I liked. I mean, we know Bo Dallas got the true victory that night, and I, I liked the interaction between the social outcasts during the match too, where uh, Bo was like, "Let's do a bow train," and like they they did the the lap half lap around. Yeah. The lap. That was, and then Flo Rida was there. It was funny. Yeah, it was good. But what I thought was dumb was when Heath Slater got up on the apron, and Flo Rida dumped him into the ring, and then the Dudley Boys did the what's up to him. Yeah. Like the ref had horrible control of this whole match. Yeah, but the crowd liked it. Uh, next up, you had the Monday Night Raw debut of AJ Styles. Taking yeah. on Chris Jericho. Yeah, before the match, Renee Young was backstage interviewing AJ. and uh, watching... I love it. I introduce a match and then you go back. Well, it's not really going back. It's, it happened That's before bad. the match. We didn't speak about the match. But uh, Y2J walked in and looked at AJ and uh, and kind of looked like AJ was fighting back a smile there because, like, I was smiling. I'm sure you were smiling. It was awesome. At the thought of AJ versus Y2J, so I don't know. It was awesome. I guess I guess the only thing I really don't like here as far as, the, like, the actual match is it seems like in Jericho's later career, you kind of hear him and see him calling all his spots a lot. I think that's just pro wrestling in general. I'm not gonna. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm it's not a, it happens it. a lot in in Jericho these days. I don't know. Which I'm not I never that against. But I think that the chain wrestling in this match was amazing. I love that they were that AJ Styles teased the Styles clash. Yeah, uh, I really liked the uh, how AJ Styles broke the walls of Jericho. Yeah, how Jericho had it locked in. AJ was like. Oh, I'm raising my arm to go tap, and then like brings it down, doesn't tap, and jumps over to the rope and gets gets it broken. Yeah, that um, was awesome. And, uh, at the end of the match, it ended up being a reversal that AJ Styles got the uh, got Y2J. Yeah, the, uh, it was a roll up, and it, and I thought that looked really good too because 
it looked like Jericho was actually trying to kick out. But now, what do you think about the AJ Styles being having his shoulders down? I right? Am I crazy, or did I convince myself that I saw his shoulder did get up? Right? When his shoulder did break the count. When 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 Chris Jericho sat down, he did the Trent Beretta sit down, uh, and uh, was pinning AJ Styles one two. Round three, I because the camera uh, was on the other side, and it doesn't look like AJ Styles gets his shoulder up. But then they showed the replay on the other side, and it looks like his shoulder breaks the ground, uh, breaks the ground really quickly, and then he reverses it. But on the replays, they didn't really show that angle; they only showed the other side. So it looks like AJ Styles didn't break in time. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll send you the clip then. All right, so maybe it's just me noticing too much. Yeah, and then afterwards they did a handshake and Jericho pulled him in and said something. Uh, yeah, just probably, a stare down. Jericho was probably like, that was so much fun, I can't believe we did that. Yeah, but great debut for AJ Styles. Um, an awesome match. Yeah, speaking of something else that was awesome, uh, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks was a match. That was good. It ended in a no contest, though, because Charlotte got involved. Yeah. But uh, I really I enjoyed this match. And, yeah, uh, it was a good match. It just it really sucks that when this triple threat match eventually happens, that Charlotte is going to get credit for how good the match is. It's unfortunate that I can't envision Becky Lynch getting the credit she deserves for a good match. But not even that, though. It's just like people are going to be like, oh my God, Charlotte versus Becky versus Banks yeah. at WrestleMania or whatever. And it's going to be Be Charlotte on the outside of the ring or in the corner while yep. Sasha and Becky put on a clinic. Yep. We're, we're calling this. It's right now. It's uh, 3 PM, January 29th. We have until April something. No, March 27th, I believe is WrestleMania. I don't know. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, all right. Next up, you had the Golden Truth. Yeah. Well, not yet, but not uh, yet. But Goldus, Goldus backstage looking for Art Truth to be his new tag team partner, but Art Truth thought he meant lover. Yeah, I uh, thought this was hilarious. Yeah, Art Truth go. I'm married. Like yeah, and then Goldus. It's okay if you swing that way, but I don't swing that way. And Goldus going back to his. Uh, Stuttering. It's not going back though. He's been doing that. Has he been? Yeah, it's just like we don't see uh, him cut promos. Okay, but I like, guess he, he did it on up, up, down, down. Yeah, but I mean that's like completely. I don't associate whatever's going on in the business with that right now. Well, but I mean, I don't think that he's been doing it as much as he has been now. Well, like we when just haven't seen it with Stardust. Well, we haven't seen him. Yeah, occasionally he does the ooh ooh ooh. You got it. What? Why? Because he was. He got electrocuted. He got electrocuted in 2003, I think. <laughs> like, they, they, I love that he still associated associates all that stuttering from back then, and probably the newer fans have no idea that it's because he got electrocuted back then. Well, that's a thing that could like that could stick with you, no? Yeah, why not? Of right. course. So, like in real life, though. I'm sure you could get a stutter. Why not? One of I think one of the best things out there i don't know if it's like 2003 or 2004 something around that time 2005 maybe even Goldust is on the howard stern show 100 percent in gimmick doing that and everything they're dying every time he does it ooh, it's, ooh, ooh. It's, he's like, so good at but like, like he's selling it as if it's a real thing and like it's messed up that they're laughing at it yeah it's funny because get, like Goldust is he's so good um if you don't know 
Uh, oh, yeah. You mentioned Up, Up, Down, Down. Everyone should go check out Goldust on Up, Up, Down, Down. It's hilarious because the guy, he Goldust used to play a bunch of video games, but he's not a fan of any new games. So uh, Xavier Woods, Apollo Creed starts to, Apollo, what's his name? Yeah, Creed. No, not Creed. What's his name? Austin. Austin Creed, yeah. Not Apollo Creed. Uh, Austin was doing the, trying to get him, find a perfect video game for him. And it is hilarious. So go check that out. Up, up, down, down on YouTube. Yeah. Up next, we saw Bray Wyatt defeating Kane for the 39th time on television. This was a low point of Raw for me. It literally, this match had no meaning to it. Yeah, I, I didn't care. And it, it wasn't. Like, it didn't like, have a huge impact. No, it's like dead, it's like beating a dead horse. Yeah, it's over. That nothing, nothing came of them. Nothing came of this feud. Nothing happened where Bray Wyatt still has Kane and Undertaker's powers. That fell short a long time ago. Oh, big time. Nothing happened. Uh uh-uh. uh After this, though, we cut backstage. They were. Uh, was it Rich Brennan? I think it was Rich Brennan was knocking on a limousine because there was a huge guest. Monday Night Raw, somebody's superstar returning to Raw for the road to WrestleMania. Miz gets out of the limo, making his return to Monday Night Raw after three weeks of not being on Raw or something. Yeah, very funny. All the fans were chanting Rocky, though. But Miz was like, I'm back on Raw. And then all of a sudden, a huge truck behind him pulls up. And The Rock gets out. And uh, that was was fun. Rock gets up, uh, goes to Miz. Uh, basically tells him to park his car. Yeah, throws his keys right at, uh, tosses his keys over to the Miz, and then he makes his way down to, going towards uh, ringside, and for, then he passes for whatever reason, Rick Ross. For whatever reason, Rick Ross is back there. I, I which, don't get that part. Which I'm pretty sure, I'm 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 like 99.9% sure I've ran into Rick Ross before him. <laughs> like, I still think, it was at Applebee's. We both gave each other mutual head nods because we both have beards. <laughs> I swear to God that story's true. Do you think that this happened because Rick Ross may be producing a song for WrestleMania? Is he? I'm just, just an idea. Maybe that's why he was backstage. I, I mean, that's why they showed him on camera. Maybe they're going to be having a, his song for one of the upcoming pay-per-views. I don't know. I just think it's Miami I mean, and I, it was there. I don't know. I know they have Flo Rida's song they're using. The yeah, welcome, welcome to my house or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Which, by the way... It's a good song. I don't know it, but that shirt he was wearing was strange. I don't know it. <laughs> he, he was like, not the one that Flo Rida was wearing. It said my house or whatever. It was all like... Yeah, neon. that's a new song. Yeah, so after after he ran into uh, Rick Ross, he ran into Big Show and kind of kind of made look made it look like Big Show was face again. Yeah, I don't. I feel like and he. But, but I thought, yeah, I thought it was hilarious though because The Rock was like, "Oh, I rewatched the ending of that Royal Rumble between us, which I was the '99 Royal Rumble, I think." I'm not too sure. I think it was that '98 or '99. Not, or was it 2000? 2000. It was may have been 2000 at MSG. Sure, let's go with 2000 Royal Rumble then. Okay. And uh, Rock goes, oh, I, I rewatched it. You did win that match. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the funny. He goes, and the producer of the, the Mummy whatever said that the, he was watching the Royal Rumble and thought, whoever wins this, I'm going to offer them the part. And the Scorpion King, you could have been the person driving fast cars and this, saving people and that, this and that. <laughs> And Big Show goes, and starts crying, snaps and the he, laptop in half. Yeah, he breaks his laptop. And uh, 
that was that was that for that. Then uh, after that encounter, the, another encounter, the Rock ran into Lana. Yeah, they got some hot history. Spoke about how the last time they saw each other was Brooklyn for Monday Night Raw. That was, I believe, October 8th, 2014. Maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah, I saw Limp Biscuit that night. (laughs) And and he spoke about how after the show, she went to his hotel room and they they hooked up or whatever. Yeah, she showed him the... uh... What is it? The one-legged Russian shovel? No, it's vacuum. The one-legged Russian vacuum. And he said the wheelbarrow thing, too, which sounds like a real... Yeah, the Cleveland uh, wheelbarrow. I don't think it was a Cleveland, was it? Yeah, yeah, Cleveland. And she was kind of like, no, no, like, stop, because Rusev... And then he was just like, oh, stop, you're looking, you're acting so coy right now, and everything like that, and she's flirting it up. Rusev was behind him, and then The Rock found out that they were engaged to be married... Which then mazel, which is hilarious. I popped for that one. I was just like, oh, Rocky, you get me. Yeah. Run for president. <laughs> and, then, and then Pat Patterson was randomly sitting in the cushion couch and chair. <laughs> I feel like he's, like he's just like the old guy that they, they just let him watch the TV and relax a little bit backstage. Like they he just was just in a there. random position, sitting there with nothing in front of him <laughs> in a chair. I didn't... He, he may have been sleeping. I don't maybe, know, but maybe taking a nap. The Rock wished him a happy birthday, so I assume it was his birthday that day. Maybe. And then The Rock finally came to the ring and did a shtick. New Day came out, which awesome promo. And uh, oh, before New Day came out, what about The Rock cutting that? Pro- like he actually the he goes off script. Savage. Time to go off script. Which, by the way, they moved those three kids from camera side to not camera side. Um, because at the beginning of Raw, they were on the opposite side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so everyone was during chanting the, during, Randy in the beginning Savage. of the match. In the beginning, I think during AJ Styles versus Jericho, they were chanting Randy Savage. Oh, I don't remember that. Or during one of the matches, they were chanting Randy Savage because of those three kids. I think it was Kane versus Bray. It may, maybe it was. But yeah, so they they switched sides. Rock was like, "Well, this is the time where we go off script." Gets out of the ring. I would have died if that happened to me. <laughs> I swear to like, cause like that's like the pinnacle of a wrestling like. As a wrestling fan, that's probably in the top like. Five, Being included in a rock promo, top five thing. Not even in the rock promo, having the rock say, "Oh, what's your name?" and you go to say, "It doesn't matter what your name is," even though he didn't finish that. Yeah. Would that not be in the top five like things you'd want to happen as a wrestling fan to you? That would be pretty pretty epic. Yeah, so that was awesome. Then he, he You've went, had King Mega yell at you. Yeah, but I'm talking about <laughs> no offense to Mega. I'm talking about The Rock. I'm sure he gets it too. But, uh, he, but he, he wouldn't know what to do with The Rock did that too. He would be uh, he would mark out a little bit. Yeah, so he did he did uh Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, uh went to the guy dressed as the rock and then saved Macho Man for last. And uh I guess thank them for being oh. there. Yeah, um, he brought up the weed in Miami, which yeah. I was I was really surprised about. I'm like, oh wow, okay, we're really going a lot of places with the Rock. Yeah, see, the Rock doesn't stick to like the PG thing, as we saw when New Day came out, and he said they have llama penises on his on their heads. Yeah, and then they were like, you, you can't say penis on, you can't say penis, yeah. you can't say penis. I, I thought that was funny. And then what about him with Byron Saxton? Yeah, oh, he was just like, and, that was uh, that was that this was this guy, that guy, and. Uh, 
Black yeah. Eye on yeah. commentary. That was before the, the New Day came out. Yeah, that was before New Day. And then I like that New Day brought that up. Like, just so you know, that black guy over there that you didn't know his name, it's Byron Saxton. I like Byron during this. He goes, hey, Rock, he's, he's, probably, he's probably forgotten. B-Y-R-O-N, Byron. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny when he spelled that his name. Yeah. So, yeah, so the New, new Day came out, cut a promo with Rock, then uh, they went to go walk off, and the Usos came out. They all brawled. Rock did his moves. Usos did their moves. Rock bottom, people's elbow. Yeah. And, it was uh, awesome. Awesome had segment. A, a smiling from ear to ear. It was like a 30-minute segment. Fantastic. Fun. Yeah. Which normally I'd complain about, but it was just a fun segment that you can't, oh, it how was, could you complain? There was no, I mean, there was no dead, uh, Dead, uh, what is it? Uh, dead point, dead air. Yeah, yeah, dead air. There was no dead air as we just had dead air. There was no dead air during that segment. The crowd was so always into it. The Rock knew exactly what to do. It was it was perfect. Yeah. Um, next up, you had Natalia and Paige pick up the victory over Team Bella. Which I don't get how all of a sudden I guess Paige and Natalia are friends again. Yeah. Because, because the last time we saw them, they were... Kind of feuding? Well, Paige did come up with Natalia for her return last week. Yeah, but like that's what I mentioned that last week too, I believe. Mm. I don't get it. And then I think, it, are the Bellas, the Team Bella heels again? I don't know. I always, I always viewed them as heels. I'm assuming maybe this will be like a, like a, a very, very small grain of sand maybe uh, set up for a second Divas match at WrestleMania. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Next up, you had Kalisto defending his championship, the IC, uh, no, US, against The Miz. Yeah, Miz was cutting a promo before this about how he hates being interrupted, and <laughs> Kalisto came out. And uh, I thought this match was really good. Yeah, The Miz was looking for that skull crushing finale and then got reversed into the Selena Del Sol. Of course, it wasn't like. That was a. Was that on SmackDown or Raw? Uh, Raw. No, that the the like the botch, like the botch. No, that was that was SmackDown. Never mind, because I remember Ronaldo calling it. it I mean, like it I wasn't mean, a full botch, but like it. I mean, Kalisto on Raw, he did uh, kind of go over. Yeah, uh, no, it wasn't. No, the spot his, was the spot was definitely SmackDown. But yeah, uh, I liked I liked the reverse skull crushing finale into the Salida del Sol. The, this I, I next, thought, I thought Miz really helped to showcase how awesome Kalisto is. Yeah, it was a good match. Uh, this next match, I can't get into. I Literally, it's the same stuff we've been seeing. Yeah. Shield 2.0, whatever. Ambrose and, and Reigns versus League of Nations, which was uh, Sheamus and Rusev. Yeah, I just couldn't get behind this. It's the same exact thing that we've been seeing for months. Nothing happened in this. The only thing that came of this was Stephen McMahon announcing Brock Lesnar... And then setting up Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns for the number one contendership at uh, Fastlane for the WWE Championship. Yeah. Will Triple H have a match at Fastlane? I probably not think so. Yeah, probably not. Nah. But that was Monday Night Raw. Moving on yeah. to SmackDown. New Day opened the show. Speaking about Rock and Raw. And uh, Miz cut them off. But to agree with them, how he was disrespected as well on Monday Night Raw by The Rock. Then the Usos cut him off, and uh, they brought out Titus and Ziggler. 
which I don't know why they didn't like. They had last week matching face paint with Ziggler. Why didn't they do that this week with Titus? I, and Ziggler? Yeah, but don't get it. Ziggler, Titus, and the Usos defeated New Day and Miz. The match really was whatever. Yeah, it was a filler match to open up SmackDown. <laughs> I, I liked. I did like the ending though with the super kick into the Clash of the Titus though. Yeah. So um, next but, up, you had. I was gonna say, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, but the match of the night, I think, uh, Kalisto versus Neville. Mm. I thought this match was amazing. Very good match. Like, High it, speed. If they want to turn SmackDown into something like that, I'd gladly watch thirty minutes of this match. Yeah, of course. I like. There were so many spots in this match that were like so fast, so hard hitting, fantastic. A lot of fun to watch. Yeah, up next was the highlight reel. Not as much fun to watch. With Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns. Dean Ambrose bought Jericho a potted plant, and Roman Reigns brought him a stool. Um, oh, yeah. But, but they spoke about the triple threat match at Fastlane, and the Wyatt family came out. Bray Wyatt basically just speaking about what they did to Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. So I have to believe that the Wyatts will somewhere get involved at that Fastlane match. Uh, I, I also I don't quite understand how Bray Wyatt's not in that match. Since Bray, I understand why he's not in but it. But I don't, since Bray Wyatt basically controlled the Wyatt family to take Brock Lesnar out at the Royal Rumble. The reason why Brock Lesnar's not currently, currently champion is because of the Wyatts. Yeah, but, but I understand nope, why just, he's... I, honestly, I have no clue. They're going to take him out and then set up for WrestleMania, Brock Lesnar versus Bray Wyatt. Which could have easily happened in the four-way match. Yeah, but it's not necessary to throw Bray in there and give you some of Bray Wyatt versus Lesnar in that match. Right. I just, There's no point for that, Steve. That's for WrestleMania. Right. I just don't... I mean, he was one of the main reasons. Like, he is the main yeah, reason. Yeah, but that's so, why it's going to keep on building. Well, I just... Whatever. Uh, next up, you had AJ Styles making his SmackDown debut, uh, picking up a victory over Curtis Saxel. Finally, we got to see the Styles clash. Nothing really happened in this match, though. Not, not too much. I mean, it was just it typically was, a show-off AJ Styles. Yeah, it was uh, fine for what it was. It was short, not too much took place. Yeah, but crazy. I was, I was happy to see AJ versus Axel. I wanted to see more of it. No, it was nothing crazy. I think it it's cool nothing, that AJ yeah. Styles is doing this Styles Clash, considering that a lot of, originally it was like, how long are they going to tease the Styles Clash? Like how uh, yeah, pop up, Kevin pop, Owens. I mean, yeah, pop, the package, package pile, pile driver, driver still never and happened. Then I still, personally, and I think Tommy that and Sammy, Zane, Sammy Zane has been teasing the Brain Buster. But um, I guess now it's not being teased anymore. And it's not banned, because I saw that a lot of people saying that it may have been banned. And a lot of sites saying that it may have been banned. Yeah, no, it's not banned. He used Which it. still has to, people, because this is a completely different company, a lot of new people taking the Styles Clash, they have to remember, obviously, you got it's a different move. What do you mean? With the way they land. Normally, they tuck their chin. This one, you got to put your chin out, no? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah this one's very difficult. But, I mean, who's who used to do it? Uh, who's the girl? Um, no. She's married to Undertaker. What? The blonde Michelle person. McCool? Yeah, she used to do a Styles Clash. Yeah, you're right. The, yeah. the Angel Wings or whatever, Faith Breaker. Yeah. But this match was obviously nothing like Jericho versus AJ from Raw. Time-wise, they didn't do that anywhere near that. But 
It was st still a fine match. Mm -hmm. Up next was Charlotte versus Natalia. Charlotte picked up the victory here. Um, they had a pop-up promo before with uh, Natalia to announce that she's back, which to me is pointless because we saw her wrestling on Raw. We saw her the week before that. Yeah, we, we, we know you're back. Cool. And honestly, just like the first time, Natalia made Charlotte look like gold, even though, even when she was looking like garbage. There was no, no, I still of... want to see more charisma from, uh, what's yeah, her face, I don't, Natalia. I don't think you're getting any charisma out of her. I think you're getting pure, <laughs> I think you're getting pure wrestling, though, and she's a pure, beautiful, yeah, no, beautiful I, I wrestler in the ring. I will never say that she's not a pure wrestler, but she definitely is not a uh, charismatic wrestler. She's an incredible wrestler, and she... I think you could put a uh, uh, put on a match with a broomstick and make the broomstick look good. I mean, you got to love how. Uh, one... I don't know if I would believe that one. At one point, Natalia had to help Charlotte put the figure eight on herself. Yeah, we're talking a broomstick though. Camera guy had to cut away, did like a quick edit, made it look like Charlotte did it herself, and then after the match, when Charlotte attacked Natalia, Charlotte was putting the figure eight on again. Bennett had to put it on her. Nah. I don't understand. How do you do a move and not be able to do it? Look at The Miz. The Miz couldn't do the figure. Look how, how much he, he got because of when he was with Ric Flair, he couldn't do a figure four like block correctly. Yeah, but that was just like, that's completely different though. How? This is, this is your father. Yeah, but still, you're being watched by Ric Flair. I mean, it's still a figure know, four leg. I mean, this, I think that Charlotte and Miz should be able to put that on. To have the referee look like he's putting it on for you? Come on. No, that's bad. And Becky ran down, chased Charlotte off, so I don't know what's happening there. There was no mention of Sasha Banks, really. Yeah, stupid. After this, they aired a video of uh, R-Truth was like, outside working out or whatever. Goldust, yeah, getting ready to go for a quick run. Goldust stepped in, asked him uh, to train with him and basically tried to ask him to be his partner again. And R-Truth is like, man, I told you I don't, I'm don't. i married. I don't swing that way. Yeah. And, R, and then R-Truth walks away. He goes, no, no, I was talking about us tagging the golden truth, you know? Well, he well he also got stuck with the uh, with the stretching. Yeah, right. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that was Gold, hilarious, that was by the way. Yeah, Goldust was talking to him about how let's take a few laps around this place. And he wants to pitch, he's pitching to him about teaming up called the Golden Truth and how that has such a ring to it. And then he's stretching and everything before they're going to go for a run. And then he gets stuck. He's like, oh, my, my groin. He goes, I need my groin massage. And yeah. R Truth goes, oldest trick in the book. I'm not falling for that. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. But yeah. I just don't understand because I'm pretty sure this is kind of like how Stardust was born. You know, I'm not going to argue at all with because it. I think that our it was, truth, it was yeah. how Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes was looking for a better tag team partner for Goldust and went to, I think our truth was even tried out. I'm not positive, but yeah, I think he was, but this is more a comedic route than Stardust Goldust. I right. mean, Goldust was comedic, but Stardust was very straightforward. Yeah. Uh, but our truth in Goldust is comedy. I wouldn't really say straightforward. I would just say out there. Yeah, but not comedy. No. But uh, uh, after this, the main event took place. Uh, Chris Jericho teaming with Ambrose and Reigns to defeat the Wyatts. Bray Wyatt, Ro uh, Eric Rowan, and Luke Harper, yeah, but by disqualification. What? Braun Strowman at ringside. Yeah, and uh, Strowman got on the apron at one point, and Reigns knocked him off, and then Reigns hit Harper with the Superman punch and went to pin him there. 
And Braun Strowman pulled Roman Reigns out of the ring. Mm-hmm. And that's when, I guess, the DQ basically happened. Yeah. Dean Ambrose and Chris Jericho tried to attack Strowman, but he didn't budge. And the Wyatts attacked Roman Reigns. And then randomly, I guess he is facing again, Big Show came out. Make the save. No point. They all jumped him at first, but uh, Roman Reigns, Chris Jericho, and Dean Ambrose were uh, eventually able to team up and make the save. And the only time, that's like literally the only time that I actually liked Ronaldo on commentary is for a time like this when yelling is necessary. I still don't mind uh, whatever his face is. Well, you tore him apart last week. Not really. I just mentioned about his similarities of calling an NBA Jam game. I wasn't insulting him. I know you were anti him. I was. Him a I gave him a chance, and now it's like I really, I don't get, I don't need to be yelled at on commentary for like suplex. I, I see. I don't mind that. I was just making uh, the similarities with that in the NBA jam. Chris Jericho is getting into the ring. The match didn't even start yet, but he's yelling anyway. Yeah, that doesn't to me. That makes no sense. I don't. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't. Make and me every, want to watch more. It doesn't standing, make me want to watch less. It, everyone, I don't care. Everyone's standing under, underneath Ronaldo, like, oh my God, he's the best commentator ever. He's literally the God. He's the best thing ever that ever happened in WWE. I don't, I don't get the yelling. I really don't. I'm fine with it. I'm Switzerland with the case. I'm going to let it play out. I like him more than Josh Matthews. Josh Matthews. That's what Pope, I, that's like, that's I what was, I, maybe you're confusing that right now with them because those two, I was no. ripping apart last week. No, 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 no. I'm not Pope confusing. I'm not Pence. confusing the two, David. All right. Well, let me just say to uh, Mr. Richards, uh, the Renegade 28, Will Osprey. And there you go. Said it correctly. But I wanted to say is yes. that it's not – I don't think he's a bad commentator. He calls all the moves correctly and everything. Mm-hmm. He's not Mike Attaboy, that's for sure, who's like probably the worst commentator ever. I don't think he's like Josh Matthews or the Pope. I don't either. I think he is good with the knowledge of professional wrestling that he brings to the ring and what he calls move-wise and and everything else-wise. I just don't understand why every single word out of his mouth is yelled. I don't know. I'm fine with it. I don't care, to be honest. I don't... That doesn't... Like, that doesn't help me as a fan watch a, a match. No. But I think it's time that we take a little break right now, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. This is King Mega, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 300. I mean, 260. Close. Almost had it there. Yeah, let's <laughs> almost, talk about... Almost had what? I don't know. Let's talk about some WWE NXT that took place this week. Yeah. Uh, we saw the return of Alex Riley picked up the victory over Bull Dempsey. Yeah. You're a big fan of his uh, new look? I, I mean... <laughs> I mean, he popped before. He popped. I mean, his hair is a lot longer, which is crazy. <laughs> I don't know. That's about it. Um, in the main event, you saw Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe, and Baron Corbin uh, take on each other in triple threat for the number one contendership at Finn Balor's WWE NXT Championship. Sami Zayn and Samoa Joe both... Picked up the victory, I guess. Inconclusive. Uh, they're going to have to go. Regal says that they're going to go watch the tape because both of them locked Corbin in on a submission and Corbin tapped. 
So maybe we'll end up seeing Zayn versus Joe for number one contender or just throw them in a triple threat with Finn Balor, which should be entertaining even that. Um, Let's talk about some indie wrestling that took place this week. Uh, Evolve 53 in Arbor City, Florida, WWNLive.com. They had an entire tournament week long for the tag team titles. The first round of the Evolve Tag Team titles took place on this uh, first day. You saw the Bravado Brothers, Ropinji Vice, Heroes Eventually Die, which is Chris Hero and Tommy End, and Drew Galloway and Johnny Gargano all advance. Yeah, and then at Evolve 54, the next night, the semifinals of the Evolve Tag Team title tournament took place. You had Heroes Eventually Die, um, Galloway and Gargano advanced to the uh, finals. Yeah, and, so those two were going to be in the finals together. And then they had a second chance tag team tournament, first round match. Uh, catch point, Drew Gulak and TJ Perkins teamed up. Uh, team Tremendous also advanced in that. Yeah, and then on Evolve 55 in Orlando, Florida, uh, you saw Matt Riddle defeat Tracy Williams in the finals of the Style Battle 2016 tournament. Uh, this tournament was actually going to, uh, from the back to day one, where it was kind of like a round-robin kind of a deal. Riddle and Tracy Williams both had the most wins, so pitted against each other. Um, you also had the second chance number one contendership tag team uh, tournament concluding. Team Tremendous defeated Catch Point to become the number one contenders. Yeah, and then the uh, finals for the Evolved Tag Team Championship tournament. Uh, Galloway and Gargano defeated Heroes Eventually Die. Yeah, so new tag team champs over there. Kind of weird with Gargano's status with WWE NXT kind of up in the air. Well, this was, I believe, the event that Triple H was at with uh, Alpha American or American Alpha. Uh, I, I I don't know. It was either this one or the night before, but I'm almost positive it was this one. Yeah, I'm not too sure which one they were at, but Triple H was at one of them. Uh, the picture went out there. Uh, very cool. To, kind of weird to see him and Gabe uh, watching that evolve together. I still don't understand the relationship. I get it, but... I don't at all, because they're not a school. They're not teaching anyone to wrestle, so... Eh, they're not supposed to be a school. But that's uh, what it is. It's supposed to be like a breeding ground for NXT, but it's not a breeding ground. Anyone could work for... Nah, not every, anyone. Yeah, well... You have to have exposure. You have to... Evolve is up there. It's not anyone. Yeah. Uh, also, you had on the 20th, the Sanctuary, Sanctuary Stampede taking place in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. Go check them out. Um, you had WWE Hall of Famer Sonny in attendance. Uh, this was a free, uh, I believe this was a, yeah, a free event as well. So Sonny was there, and then she provided some uh, commentary. Jason King defeated the Spotlight Champion Mike Orlando. Uh via submission. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. Uh, Mike Orlando was with Anna Teresa, and Mike Orlando, Jason King ended up using some duct tape to tape Mike Orlando's arms, uh, hands around the turnbuckle, and then locked in a submit uh, leg lock on him to pick up the victory, make Mike Orlando tap, um, verbally tap out. Anna Teresa was trying to get him to do that too. Um, then you had a 30-man over-the-top stampede match where Atu... The Sanctuary Champion was defending his championship in a 30-man over-the-top stampede match because he was plowing through everyone. So finally finding some competitors. 
Mike Orlando, after losing his spotlight champion, is the new sanctuary champion. Uh, picked up the victory in this 30-man over-the-top stampede match. This match featured Atu, of course, Travis Dorian, Bull Hightower, Lance Anawai making his sanctuary debut, the Amazing Grayson, Sonny Kiss, Johnny Moran, and so much more. Um, in the future, you two can watch uh, the sanctuary live on YouTube, so we will definitely put that link out there for you. Go check them out on Twitter and on Facebook as well. Some upcoming events. We have taken place February 5th. Uh, that is next Friday in Brooklyn, New York. Five Borough Wrestling standing tall. We're going to be seeing a 30-man rumble match. Uh, a bunch of people, or a 30-person rumble match, I should say. Uh, a bunch of people announced for that. You got Alvin Alvarez, Dan Moff, Brooke Danielle, uh, TJ Marconi, Cliff Compton is announced for that. Ultimo Mayo, Matt Tremont, Mike Verna, DJ Hyde, Darius Carter, uh, Stockade. Yeah, definitely. A, yeah, stacked rumble right there too. Um, you're also going to have the House of Glory elite title on the line as the champion. Anthony Gangon defeat, uh, defends his championship against JT Dunn. Yeah, massage massage. Envy will be taking on Milk Chocolate. You have Papa Don taking on Rude Boy Riley. And the Five Borough Wrestling Tag Team Championships will be on a on the line in an open challenge. Flawless and Lawless will uh, be defending the titles against uh, two mystery people as of this moment. Yeah, and then in the main event, you're going to be seeing the uh, Five Borough Wrestling Champion, Brian Myers, take it on Kevin Matthews. So it should be a really fun event to get to over in Brooklyn. So go support them. Go check them out. Yeah. Uh, another upcoming National Pro Wrestling Day is on February 6th in Reading, Pennsylvania. You're going to be seeing Kimberly take on Mickey James and a bunch, a bunch more. A lot of promo promotions are going to be represented. It's a free event in Reading, Pennsylvania. So go check them out too. Yeah. Um, outside the ring news. Um, on February 26th at Ring of Honor 14th anniversary in Las Vegas, Nevada, it's been announced that Nakamura will not be appearing anymore. And uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling is going to be announcing the replacement for him at that show. I guess the bigger reason as to why Nakamura will not be attending that yeah. is because... WWE NXT was taking place, uh, taping for NXT, and they announced uh, that Nakamura will be coming to NXT. Yeah, he signed on for to debut at NXT TakeOver. Uh, Regal announced him, and it's, it's going to be... Uh, I'm so excited to see this. And then WWE put out an article about Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, a little bit of background on him. David, just, I heard I heard David booked the trip to Dallas just for NXT and not even WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, no, there's no point for WrestleMania. Just go to NXT. <laughs> go see Finn Balor, Shinsuke, and you could maybe also see, probably see, Austin Aries. Uh, another one who was announced this week making his uh, NXT debut, or at least will be. Yeah, He's the, been announced. The night before... The Royal Rumble, NXT had a, I guess you'd say a house show. Yeah. And uh, Austin Aries made his debut. Yeah. Um, 
Which, right now, right, all, right away, WWE put out a T-shirt for him. Yeah, they have the shirt out for him. And then, um, yeah, with Shinsuke Nakamura, they don't have a shirt out yet. But you can go by, you have, I think, two more days left. So, I don't know. Same, thing with, a, the same, 31st. Thing, same thing with AJ Styles, I believe. I don't know. AJ, they don't have any listing on there, though. Like on Nakamura's, they actually say uh, this will be taken down by on January 31st. Um, but AJ's, it doesn't say anything like that. Let's see. Last chance to buy Nakamura t-shirts is after 31st. It'll be removed. Yeah. AJ Styles will be discontinued on February 19th. Oh, all right. So that's, is that actually a blurb underneath the shirt? Uh, I don't know if it's a blurb there. I just I know I got an email from ProWrestlingTees.com. Oh, I did. I didn't know that. All right. So very. So if you want to get your shirts before they take them down, go get them. Yeah. I am so excited about Nakamura more than anybody. He's been my favorite pro wrestler for the past. Well, since I've seen him in action, not personally, but at Wrestle Kingdom and a few of the New Japan matches. Just the strong style that he brings to the ring, the realis- the realism that he brings to the ring with his, uh, I guess, MMA-ish aspect with the if, strong kicks and everything. If you his were charisma. If you were uh, describing him and comparing him to an American wrestler that's like worldwide famous, who would you compare him to? Who would I compare him to? Um, I actually don't know. I had, I had, a, I had a hard time thinking. I would have to think about this a lot longer, but I don't know if there's – I mean there's many aspects that he takes from a lot of people, not specifically pro wrestlers. I was going to say charisma-wise, would you say like 90s Jericho? I I don't even know. Like charisma, he, he portrays himself as if he's not even pro wrestling-wise, but like Eddie Mercury and Michael Jackson. You just said Eddie Mercury? Yeah. <laughs> it's Freddie? Yeah, Freddie. Sorry. Uh, Freddie Mercury and Michael Jackson, he portrays guys, their kind of personas. Um, I don't know. Pro wrestling wise, I got nothing right now. Minus the monkeys and child investigations. Yeah. Um, very excited. Do you expect any matches from Aries or Nakamura or even AJ, AJ Styles that you, uh, are, that you would fantasy book? Um, anything that you would like to see? I don't know. I'm trying to think of like the single talent in NXT right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of these wrestlers, we've seen them compete against each other already. But, I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a great time to start watching WWE NXT. Um, and just just in case anybody's question, of course, I know Freddie Mercury. Just when you start to speak really, really quickly, it starts to blur into one. Uh, <laughs> I don't like who are the singular people in nxt right now i mean you got you got well list the obvious joe baron balor um yeah but i feel like we've seen stuff like that before not joe obviously but i mean a lot of them you've seen before nxt wise um who else like that's the thing like there's no like single person that wasn't a big person outside the yeah um, and just with the same aspect, uh, TNA uh, Wrestling put out an article the day of the Royal Rumble, I believe, kind of bashing. It was not bashing directly, but it was saying how they were talking to AJ Styles and Guns and Gallows, uh, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, and came to a verbal agreement about a contract. And then they pulled out of it. But now the 
the weird thing is that Carl Anderson was still under contract with New Japan Pro Wrestling at the time of their conversations, which would be incriminating TNA themselves in potentially uh, running interference with the contract. So it's kind of... It's, I think that they really put themselves in a corner with this move. It was kind of childish for them to even put out this kind of an article to begin with. And then they deleted it or no? No, no. For some reason, I still have it up there. I mean, and then the, the, I love the fact that they tweet out, congratulations to AJ Styles. No, no. Congratulations to TNA Original. Yeah. Right? I, I, I just <laughs> Something like that. Congratulations. But even still, you put out an article talking about how – they, pull, they were talking and pulled out of the agreement and stuff like that. And then you put out a tweet, congratulated him. Um, yeah, they need a lot of publicity help. Um, Ring of Honor. They re-signed the Ring of Honor champion, Jay Lethal, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish. So those were all rumored, to, uh, rumored people to be talking with WWE, but they all re-signed with the uh, Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, I know... Nikki Bella, they announced that she had, she was having neck surgery. Yeah, so it was that, su- uh, successful surgery. Yeah, but they she, said this could still be a career-ending injury. It could be uh, very unfortunate if it is. Uh, the neck is always a fragile, fragile uh, segment of your body that you don't want to put at risk. I still can't believe, like on this past episode of uh, Total Divas, they were dealing with uh, Tyson Kidd's injury still. Yeah, and like I still I, I I remember when they when it first came out, but it was just like a reminder that Chris Christopher Reeve had the same injury except he broke it instead of bruising it. TJ bruised his spinal cord rather than breaking it. Mm-hmm. So that's just like it's just Lucky. crazy. Yeah, very Lucky. very very. Um. Yeah, that's really it. I mean, there's rumors about Seamus wearing a cast, potentially something with his tendon, but you know, I mean. You never know what the truth is with that. Just people reporting what they see. Maybe he's just had a strain that he was rehabbing a little bit. Um, the top stuff I'm going to save for later, and that's it. Yeah, so Dave, shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. Thank you to everyone for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. As we mentioned before, go check out Eric. Go give him a follow at Montreal Broski. Uh, that's MTL Broski. Also, go check him out. Go watch his YouTube show, First Thing in the Morning. Go follow Sinner at Sinner40. Also, go follow John at Mr. John Faust. Thank you very much. Go follow John, uh, another John, at Hopeless, Hopeless, S O U I. So that's three S's in a row. So go follow John over there. Go follow Lewis at LJ Erwin Martin. Also, go follow Mr. Richards at the Renegade 28 Willow Spree. Also, let's see who else just scroll through this little favorite list. Go follow Chase at Chase M262. Go follow Rob Kimball Brand, of course. Also, let's not forget to go go follow uh, Vinny Marseglia on Twitter. You could go check him out, Vinny underscore Marseglia. You could go purchase the Ink Sanity shirts. 
You can go buy it online or you can buy it at any show that he's going to be wrestling at. Upcoming, he's going to be wrestling at the Monster Factory on February 6th in Paulsboro, New Jersey. So go buy his shirts. They are only $20 plus shipping. If you're interested at all, go email elin1822 at gmail.com. And that is the Ink Sanity t-shirts. They look awesome. Vinny Marsaglia is up and coming. He's really making a name for himself starting 2016 uh, in a big way. Go check him out at Vinny underscore Marseglia. Hey, Brandon, it's your birthday. Why you do have you any always sh- say that? It's never <laughs> my birthday. <laughs> you have any shout-outs? Brandon, shout-outs going to make you pregnant. First up is a shout-out, I guess, to that winter storm, Jonas. Um, Jonas. Although I guess it could also be an anti-shout-out, but... I guess shout out because I got an extra day out of the cruise for because of it, which has never happened. That's not, I've always I've gone on so many cruises and that I've never, and it's just funny because I was like, no, I'm definitely gonna be home on Monday, and then all of a sudden, nope, wasn't home on Monday. Negative. So instead of a ten night cruise, it was an eleven night cruise, which it's crazy because I guess the most I've ever done was fourteen, which like I don't know how. After a while, you start to get, like, cabin fever, mm-hmm. and you just want to be home. Nah. Was, like, when I got home, it was so nice to just sit on my bed and be like, oh, this is what a real mattress feels like. Nah. This is what a real mattress feels like. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I just popped myself there. <laughs> Who used to say that? I don't know. <laughs> this is what a real woman looks like? Was it Sable? Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, but up next is an anti-shout-out to 2K, because they released the Future Stars pack that includes uh, Blake and Murphy, Samoa Joe, Los Matadores, uh, which sucks, Los Matadores doesn't have El Torito with him, but whatever. Uh, what the anti-shout-out comes into play here is because they're telling people with Xbox One and PlayStation 4 not to download it just yet due to, uh, it deleting parts of your data from your game. Uh-oh. Yeah, That so, doesn't sound good. Yeah, like, I guess something from, like, your WWE Universe mode, which I use, so I'm not gonna download it just yet. But they did update us saying that, uh... That they have a patch working on a patch, or they're going to have a patch. So, whenever they download it, I'll get them. And then we have one more DLC pack left after this, which will probably come on March 22, maybe. Now, any predictions of who's in it, or do we know? We already know, damn it. It's Harlem Heat, The Outsiders, Arn Anderson, Alundra Blaze, uh, Fujinami. Oh. It was a Hall of Fame class from last year. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. But uh, last up is a shout-out to Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. What? Saw them last night at Madison Square Garden, or two nights ago at Madison Square Garden. Awesome concert. It was awesome to see them again live. Um, and actually at like a concert build as Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was awesome. Wait, so why is that an anti-shout-out? No, that was a shout-out. Oh, okay. I thought you said anti-shout-out. No, I believe I said last up. 
is another shout out. I thought I you know. said anti shout out. Maybe I just I misheard that. you. No, maybe you heard yourself say what? No, no, because my what was in response to your anti shout out. I wonder, maybe I did because I wasn't. I wasn't expecting it to be anti shout out. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go listen to that now. Maybe I, I didn't mean to say anti shout out. If I did, I mean, I may be completely wrong, as I usually am. Yeah. So. <laughs> Because after all, it is episode two, three hundred. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, it was an awesome show. <laughs> Definitely, if you if you can even get a ticket, try to try to go see Bruce Springsteen. Put put on like a three hour tour, three hour and twenty minute show, maybe. Mm-hmm. No, um, no intermission. It was awesome, and it sucked that they didn't have a tour program. So I got a, a tar poster, nah. which there were limited of 650 of them, which is crazy. If I got there later, I might not have been able to get a poster. Yeah. Which it's funny. I, I always hated, I've said that before, that I always hated getting posters. I never, ever got posters before. Uh-huh. And then just like not until recently, I guess maybe it started like a few a few years ago when like people don't have uh, programs, but there are our posters sometimes i get it yeah more so i guess billy joel recently because each new new now of his shows to get a tour poster like a exclusive to that date mm-hmm. and the reason why i got a tour poster for springsteen was because it was exclusive to this date so it's cool but there you go but that was my shout out sorry to take you on that tangent it no, thank is you for taking us on that tangent we appreciate it i'm for four Right, the markout moment of the week. Where do we start? I don't even think it could be the markout moment of the week since like a billion, gajillion, vajillion, gazillion things happened this week. And the most frustrating thing was Brandon was on a cruise, so I couldn't actually give him a phone call to mark out to him. And everything, like we did Skype. Was that that your toy? Yeah, it was my (laughs) cell phone. Um, It was... So frustrating. Like, I was talking with uh, Chris a lot because we were marking out to each other. I was marking out to Brad, but Brad didn't understand why I was marking out. Who is Austin Aries? Yeah, he was just like, who's, <laughs> a, who's this AJ Styles? Is he new? Really? Like, yeah, he, wow, he doesn't awesome. know who he is. That's awesome. And I'm like, oh, you, I don't know how to explain it to you. Yeah, you so, don't understand me. So you – first, let me say that when uh, – after we recorded the show on Friday, because they announced that we were going to be getting an extra day at sea, they gave us free internet and they gave us free phone calls. Yeah. Which right off the bat, I used my – it wasn't like you don't get just one free phone call. <laughs> you get one phone call. No, it, like wasn't, it wasn't like that. But like they would give you the, the, the credit back because you got to pay for that, like long-distance uh. calls. Everyone's like calling airlines and family members and stuff. <laughs> I called Who did Matt- you call? <laughs> I called Madison Square Garden and ordered tickets to Sting and Peter Gabriel. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember you told me that. I'm like, wait, who did you call? Yeah, because because I they announced the show while I was on vacation. <laughs> and I know I wanted to see Sting. Peter Gabriel I can go either way of, but it's at the Garden. So I wanted to see it. 
again. So uh, we're not again. I wanted to sing it, see sting again, and yeah. then hope that Peter Gabriel sings the songs that I know because I'm a. I was gonna say because I'm a Mark. Yeah, I'm sure he'll sing that. But I was gonna say uh, because I'm a Mark. I hope he sings big time because that was the WrestleMania theme song. I, I want to hear your eyes and then Soulsberry Hill. Yeah, I also I, I would I like to hear songs. I would like to hear Power of Love, which I don't think he sings or whatever. Not Power of Love. Wait, I don't think that's the, the name of it. Is it Book of Love? Book of Love. It is the Book of Love and the Power of the Heart. That's what I mean. Power of the Heart. Something like that. Yeah, basically. But, uh, yeah, so I used that phone call. But I, they gave us free free internet as soon as we finished the show. Yeah. So I get on the internet more and more. And you, when was that? Friday? Aries? So Friday night, I'm talking to you on Facebook or whatever. And you're like, bro, do you see this? And I was like, no, I didn't see anything. And then I go to www.com. I'm like, what? So that was my reaction. For which one? That Austin Aries was Okay, yeah, that was once I saw NXT. Austin Aries, I my reaction, I was blown away because I knew that there or was gonna Saturday be, night, I don't know which night it was. We knew that there was gonna be an announcement. Yeah, uh, they that said that, Yeah, they said there was gonna be a big announcement. Yeah, so we didn't know what it was gonna be. I think we mentioned that maybe they were gonna do a battle royal to see if one of the that the winner was gonna compete in it, kind of like what happened with Bo Dallas. But we didn't expect Austin Aries. I mean, a lot took place, but we're not going to spoil anything. But Austin Aries signed a contract to WWE NXT. All right, that's sick. Yeah. Um, I think the next part of marking out was the Royal Rumble itself. Well, the, I guess the entire card. There was a lot of mark out moments, but specifically the number three entrant, uh, that being AJ Styles. Yeah. Um, I don't think there was one wrestling fan that stayed, remained, uh, remained in their seat when he came out. Well, I remained in my, oh, you mean live? Yeah, live. It's funny because I had, it's very rare that I have like a, a mirror or something in front of me that I could see my reaction. <laughs> and I, when AJ Styles, the music hit, I looked at the, looked up, I'm like, I don't know who this is. And then when they finally turned the screen and it was AJ, I think I had the same exact reaction that Reigns had on his face. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, that like I know I was flipping out completely. Um and then And then I was at Bruce Springsteen got a text message saying, Oh my god, I'm freaking out. Well, even before that, I marked out even more when AJ Styles was battling Chris Jericho. And then I marked out even more on when top Bo, of that because Bo it's No, because it's Sammy Zayn. Oh, yeah. That I flipped out for with him. Which I feel like Phillips. that's I feel like that's kind of undershadowed. Like no, not not many people are popping for I, that. I agree. I think it's undershadowed, but I think it just gives us a little. It gives the main roster, like the main the people that the viewers that only watch the main roster, a little glimpse of what can be taking place at some point. That their hatred is spanned so throughout their entire career that it's even going to cross over from NXT to. The main roster, which I don't know if we've ever had a feud actually do such a crossover like this. Yeah, not in that, not that extent like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, eh. I mean, yeah, not really like that, but yeah, yeah. And then I guess Me Wednesday, you. Wednesday night, you flipped out, freaked out. Uh, you're like, 
you have to call me when you get a chance. I was like, yeah. I don't, I'm not going to have a chance. I'm not going to get home until like one o'clock. I was just like, do you, can I, do you want me to spoil something for you? Or and I was like, like yes, uh, tell me. And then you're like, do you want me to tell you the match? I was like, yes, I already said spoil me. And then you took in forever. So I logged into <laughs> Twitter and saw the news and I was like, wow, saw the news. That's awesome. I, 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 yeah, I was trying to confirm the match because I didn't want to go off of rumors, but that we're, we're not going to spoil or leak out. But yeah, with Shinsuke Nakamura uh, being signed, I I lost it. I I was on the verge of like mental breakdown at the time. I was me- messaging uh, Chris. I was messaging you. I was I couldn't get a smile off my face. Um, let's see what else is there. I think that's that's a good amount of marking out. Yeah, we uh, although we did forget to mention that now. Uh... Well, this is like completely not a market moment of the week or anything, but WWE announced that NXT's Adrian Jaoud, Jaoud, I think, is going to be competing for the Brazilian wrestling team at the 2016 Olympics. That's pretty cool. So we might have another Olympic champion. Yeah. Uh, wishing him best of luck whenever yeah. uh, all of that takes place. He was in uh, NXT's uh, October 2015 class, which uh, with the uh, Tough Enough kids yeah kids hilarious right (laughs) funny yeah so so that is episode 260 that's 260 not 300 yeah now you can go on twitter follow us at marking out follow me on twitter at dave the rave underscore mo you can follow brandon on twitter at bttg161 like us on facebook facebook.com slash marking out also, go buy the t-shirts. Please buy the t-shirts. Pro Wrestling Teach slash Mark It Out. We got two t-shirts up there that you're going to love. And anything else? Cooking with Brandon 4. Yeah, Cooking with Brandon 4. We, we wish, wish you, you the... the best of luck in your future endeavors.